Hey Internet, welcome back to what is hopefully one of your preferred games of fiends, fools, and other foulish monstrosities. Foulish? Eh, you know, it's a word, it works well enough. They're birdish. It's you know, word-ish. feathery. Yeah, you know, those, those ones that just, like, balk occasionally. Almost foul, like refried beans. <laughs> you can't be sure when they've gone off. Apparently, if they ever do, we'll just refry them again. It'll be fine, no one can tell. Uh, uh, so to set us back where we were last time on Curse of Innistrad. I set events uh, in motion that will probably result in me having to make a new character. <laughs> well, those events had already started in motion from the very beginning of this game. <laughs> Great. Do you know how long it takes to rent the grinder from the Church of Avacyn? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last time, our uh, group of would-be vampire slayers met uh, Victor Velakovich. Uh, the, not quiet, but as uh, a bit estranged from most people, son of the uh, Baroness, who has been living up in the attic for what seems to be a long period of time. Uh, he was recommended based on the prophecy that they encountered earlier, at least as far as they interpreted it. And he seems to be a sizably powerful wielder of the arcane arts, and after a bit of browbeating from both sides, eventually agreed to help out in the eventual conflict against uh, Moore himself uh, in the event that he is not persecuted for using magics and especially those of the necromantic variety. Uh, on other sides, there was a bit more exploring of the town and they learned about a couple of business opportunities as it were. Uh, one for investigating what seems to be a winery where shipments have stopped coming in from. Another one to investigate the missing nature of a local fisherman who seems to have just stopped coming in lately whatsoever. Uh, but as we ended, one of the other things that we had going was that... Uh, oh goodness, the names have been a while. Uh, Conrad, you were going back to visit the uh, in High Inquisitor herself, correct? Trying to remember why. But that sounds like something I would have done. I believe that what was going to happen. I know that everyone else except for Faustus were currently in the bar where they had been tracking the course of a raven that eventually seemed to have led them to the conversation with... Uh, Don't you Martin dare lump me in with these numbskulls. <laughs> you happened to be there in the first place. You, had, you witnessed it. You're an accessory. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Birds are very intelligent here. I couldn't talk to one specifically, so I have to interpret it for you. Totally makes sense. <laughs> Whereas Faustus was engaged in conversation with uh, young Victor, and they had begun figuring out plans for wielding uh, different forms of magical arts. And yes, Conrad, you were going to see the Inquisitor. Do you remember exactly what you were going to see her about? Um, probably just advice on uh, going for more manner. So, um, so if you were looking for in particular, uh, once you got back to the uh, manor itself, it wouldn't take too much searching before you found her. She was is outside on the grounds at the moment. This uh, late afternoon sun, not giving too much light, but she seems to be dictating to more than a few villagers. They don't seem to be necessarily soldiers of any sort, uh, who are gathering various uh, bundles of sticks and other kindling, it seems. Hello. Ah, Conrad. We're taking the next step soon. And what is that? We're heading under Mora Manor. Directly? Unfortunately, yes. You never struck me as a man whose eyes were too big for his stomach. I intend to do this as carefully as possible, but... 
Tell me, how do you intend to get under the manor? That's part of why I came here. I don't know the terrain very <sighs> She reasserts the weight of her body so that she's leaning off to one side. She contemplates. <sighs> I can try and ask someone, but not really anyone has gone to the grounds themselves in quite some time. Especially from here, it's not too much of a walk, but no one is going to attempt to traverse that direction. Perhaps. But if there's anything I know of Stensia, it's that death is a long, long business, and I'm looking for the crypt. I doubt we'll find floor plans. It's certain to be underneath, yes. Beyond that, I do not possess information. If you can attempt to find someone, that may work out for you. I couldn't say who that would be. Though, Conrad. Yes? I seem to have had a manner brought before me by one of my Cathars, who has told me about a situation involving a wild-looking man with a bow, who was found next to the body of a wrecked caravan and a large beast covered in armor. Well, isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Do you remember what I wanted when you came into town? Refresh my memory. I wanted order. I wanted peace. And after what I've done, it's what you, it's what you shall have. The matter is handled and settled. <sighs> then let's not be cagey about the subject. Let, allow me to be as candid as possible. What did you find? An amulet. An amulet. Powerful proof against the undead. Held by a carnival leader in a wagon with a rampaging beast, it seems? Or did you bring that into town as well? Collector of curiosities, I suppose. You spoke with him. You told me that earlier this morning. Briefly. You neglected to mention the other things, which I understood begging the company, but I would have preferred you taking me aside. That matter has already passed, however. What did you learn from him? Less than I'd like... But the amulet is still mine, and will be a great boon. Did he explain where he found it? Or the reasoning for his animal? Some rot about protection, and in the ashes of some old vampire holdouts, reverse respectively. I'm not sure if this is a persuade or deception check, because you're not blatantly lying. Your choice. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead and give me that persuasion. You got it. Am I good at that? It's alright, they're the same value. I'm good at the intimidation. That's not this. 18. Okay, she nods. Very well, then. Do you think he needs to be taken care of further, or does he actually seem to be simple as that? Just a collector. With the removal of his wild boar, he's in no position to hurt anyone. Do you see that as punishment enough? The problem's resolved, and I doubt he's... I doubt he'd be too happy to look for trouble again. Very well. I'll trust your judgment. Do not make me regret it. I never do. The last favor I will do for you is you can tell your man that he is not under any more suspicion. It's the only time this will happen. Of course. Make sure it is the only time. Well, in all likelihood, if I'm heading off to Moira Manor, this is the last time you'll see me anyway. (laughs) I would still advise if you can get any other form of preparation, do so. Entering there will be dangerous even if you intend to return and read. Right. Well, my axe is in the shop, preparing. Then, I suggest you either attempt to retrieve it or wait the time until it is done. I could offer you something temporary. Wouldn't have the same feel to it if you wish to make a venture for the time being. Let me know. I'm in no haste. More is not going anywhere. That is true. And he knows of your arrival, as you mentioned. So we'll wait and see. Enough time passed, you might even have time for a festival. 
Wouldn't that be wondrous? Whatever it takes to raise the spirits. I have more preparations to see to. Of course. Because I am certain you do as well. Good luck. She sternly nods and turns back to a few people who are waiting on her. She dismissed most of them with an offhand, but moves back to organizing people of how they're going about arranging these together. Um, it seems they're binding a few of these together, strapping them onto a wooden framework. Uh, you're not exactly sure, based on a glance, what it's going to eventually become, but it's laying down on the field at the moment. Wonderful. So, uh, when and where do you all regroup, or did anyone have any individual things past that? Uh, I do have one individual thing. Sure. Uh, assuming I can borrow, um, sorry, what, what was our, uh, boy's name? It is also Victor, like your doll. That's right. Perfect, so now you have a little boy to control like your doll. He's not that young, and also <laughs> that's not the Phrasing. way I want to go with this character. Praising <laughs> Travis, yes, sorry. Praising uh, if you do it on purpose. <laughs> I'm going to ask to uh, borrow his spell book and spend the next four hours uh, copying suggestion into my, my book. I bought Did you look up the time? Is that how long it takes? Yeah, it's two hours per level, second level spell. Sure. Uh, I had previously bought... You, yeah, you spent some of your gold on the inks required, I remember, previous. Oh, wait, actually, maybe I can't. That was your intent, at least, I remember. I spent 50 gold, but actually I'm going to need 100 to do it, and I'm a broke-ass bastard. Other people have gold, if you want to go. Yeah, but say, just, just ask Nick for it tomorrow. Yeah, Nick's been receiving all the gold you guys have been got, getting from doing various work. Okay, then yeah, he'll... Uh, I'll knock that off then. Oh, I didn't realize he was our uh, bursar. Uh, Neither did any of you. (laughs) (laughs) He's basically been the only one going about actually making sure payment arrives. Well, you know, you guys do things for, like, good reasons and shit. He's like, show me that money. (laughs) Look what Uh, he did with it. He bought himself some bagpipes. Yeah, Um, yeah, we're doing this for good The most noble of goals. Yeah, I have, like, ten Electrum on me, but... It must be nice to not be in the bottom moral half of the party. Or at least not be the bottom of the list. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear you over the 138 gold I have remaining. He's just throwing it in the air. It's scaring the other patrons of the bar. Oh my lord. Alright, uh, I guess at some point he'll uh, talk to Nick then. Next time he runs into him. Alright, so uh, if no one else had any individual points, uh, I'll repeat my question of where and when do you all meet up? I figure... If you're still organizing together, um, I'm gonna have Illyria actually go to that silversmith and check on how the things are and see if there's a time estimate on them. Uh, sh- sure. I, uh, without needing to delve too much into it, it doesn't seem like they're ready yet since you turned them in today. Was it today? It's been. It so was long. today. My mistake. Uh, that said, uh, for the silvering, it shouldn't take too long. They've gotten. They have techniques for doing so. It's not going to be immensely fast for the sharpening and all that uh, and making sure it's correctly weighted still, but it won't take too long for making the scimitar. It'll be at least another day past that, and so you're looking at about two days for the scimitar, late tomorrow for the axe. Okay. Good news. All I wanted to know. So where are we meeting? The house, I guess. Sure. Yeah, I gotta stop drinking. I had this dream last night that you guys were chasing birds and then one told you to save a vineyard. Oh, I think it's still the same day, unless it's still, it wasn't like late that night. It was just late. It was early night. It was not late night. Oh, okay. No, I think that's still in character from Nick. It's like, I was drunk and I saw this. 
must have passed out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it just wouldn't be last night. It's just, man, this just happened. Unless you choose to meet the next day, of course. You could pass the day by. No, sorry. I was, I was under the impression last time that it was later at night than it was. No worries. What is the most awkward time for to show up and be really strange? Is it directly after this conversation between Conrad and the Head Inquisitor? Technically, it would have been during, but you missed it your shot. Yeah, it would have been during. You missed your chance. I, I missed my shot. I didn't want to just burst in. <laughs> can, we, can we go back? I wanted to have been in there. Now, the, the, best, <laughs> the best point is right as Faustus and Victor walk uh, by with suspiciously heavy trunk. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Grove walks in. Oh, God, thank God. Let's listen to Grove now. It's not Victor the guy, it's Victor the doll. <laughs> Wait, listen to Grove? Something's wrong. <laughs> Grove's talking? Something's wrong. Actually, uh, if you guys do get up to any business, I guess you'll have to go get Nick. Because part of his scene last time was a big adamant about the ridiculous shit you guys are doing. So he'll show up tomorrow <laughs> if... Unless you guys get him. Faustus okay. will probably head to the bar to find Nick for that money, unless uh, yeah, that he runs into Grove or something like that. Unless shenanigans ensue. Everyone was at the bar other than you and Conrad. So if you head there promptly, it wouldn't take you too long, uh, unless anyone else head out from that bar. Uh, yeah, Grove will go find um, Conrad. Uh, when Faustus shows up with Nick, just realize he's probably spent a little too much time in here. There's work to be done. The birds have told him what to do. Sure. What now? Um, well, two things. He'll present Poplodopolis's... What? Oh, God, what was his name? Why can't I remember my notes? <laughs> Rictavio was the name he was going by. And Corollis, one of the two. <laughs> Rickavio, he doesn't know who he is. He goes, we um, I have no idea which is closer to Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. No, he uh, he'll 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 produce the 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 little symbol that the guy had and goes. Uh, we were asked to find a man for payment for our little misdeeds with the. It'll be handled all in good time. Also, um, there's a problem. A little. Bird told me. Gets a little shit eating grin for a little bit under that. <laughs> you can't see it under his beard. <laughs> uh, but there's, there's, there's apparently some issues. We might need issues. Issues. Missed, missed some um, deliveries and in communication. I assume it can't wait until nightfall. Oh, we've had some sleep. Oh no, it can wait till nightfall. I just letting you know what I've found while we were wandering about the city and you were researching. Very well. We are here to help, after all. There we are. Also, if Nick says something about me talking to birds, he's completely wrong and drunk. Is that not what you were just alluding to? No. I'm innocent. As innocent as my beard. Innocence is a very peculiar way to have put that. And then the second part made it but more peculiar. I'm not good at this. I'm going to leave now. I'll be in the stables with the animals. Hold on. <laughs> yes. Do you know what my next move is? <sighs> no. What is your next move? The matter. Sure. But not him. Beneath. If you go for the paw, you're still going to get attacked by the teeth. Perhaps. But not if I visit the den. I'm pretty sure the den's where most things sleep. 
which is why we go in the day. In this metaphor, it might literally be nights. <laughs> worth worth reminding. Um, the day doesn't do too much against the vampire. Yeah, but they have the, the whole nightlife thing. It is true that he is more likely to be resting during the day, but you can't be exactly sure of when right. or even how long. You haven't really dealt with too many vampire progenitors directly. No one well, sure. has. Like, Rem Corrales probably is the highest record of ones he's encountered. Mm. Just be aware that if it gets shady, if it does have, if there are anything there that we can't handle, I'm leaving the moment it happens. Wonderful. I'm not staying for anyone. Illyria can handle herself, but even she is not being helped. Well, I'm hoping Victor can help us out with a very key point. And what's that point? He's a mage, and he's one that's fairly decent with illusion. Are you going to make us sneaky? That's the oh. idea. Oh, Lord. I don't like this plan. It's not I a don't good trust... one. There, we're in agreement. I don't trust the boy. Anybody locked in the books for this long does not uh, is not right in the head. One could say the same with those who spend so much time locked up with animals. Animals are better conversations in books. Conrad, you're the oldest. I don't trust old people. Burn my respect. I will follow you there, and I will be with us. I don't want to come, but this is foolish. Caveats aside, I appreciate your loyalty. Now, I'm going to go talk with animals. Now, hold on. What was that symbol? Oh, he'll pull out the thing Rictavio gave him. Uh, do, I, do I recognize the symbol? Yes, it is small. Um... I believe, as last time I did mention, it was a uh, collar of Avis in that particular part I should have noted down. Excuse me, so it might not be that. However, it is a small, very, like, less than a centimeter wide pin uh, made from a silver that almost seems to glow. Let's see, and this will be the mark of the person to be repaid? Uh, I guess uh, met metaphors are breaking down right now. I uh, apologize. I'm not used to having conversations like this. Yes, Ricavio gave this to me to go find a missing individual. He said you would recognize it, and well, here it is. Kind of magic fingers on top of it. I certainly know what the symbol represents, but I'll keep an eye out for it. What does it represent? It's the collar of Avison. Mm. Since it's been a while, uh, do you remember, uh, Travis, the, what the circumstances was around the Missing person? It was Bluto's gone missing at the fishing hole. In the simplest terms, yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that you had that down still. Yeah, I have that noted. Can you explain it a little better for those of us who don't get the simple terms? <laughs> <laughs> um, Popeye something something. <laughs> Some man Bluto was like, a bad guy. Like, who Bluto goes missing? A local simple <laughs> fisherman by the name of Bluto. I did not make that name. That was originally in here. Wonderful. Uh, Normally was a regular at the Blue Water Inn. Uh, recently, as such, he has stopped showing up, and, and they have also had less fish on the menu, let alone anything about the danger of him being missing alone. He frequently visited the lake that is within a mile's distance. It's not too far away. Um, it's probably a creepy lake. He was curious about what might have happened to him and requested his... Oh, okay. It makes sense. ...what that might be. Yeah, he'll... Uh, Grove will give the long short to Conrad just to update and not go like, Bluto is missing at the local fishing hole. 
Well, I'll be perfectly honest. Victor's door blew me, blew me to shit. I'd like How? a night's sleep, but then we'll do that. Yes, you rest up. I didn't... How bad was the door? I've taken a shock or two, but it seemed to be a little worse for wear. It hurt a great deal, but I'll be all right by morning. Well, rest up. If you need anything, Illyria can lend you a hand. Certainly. Tell the others that I've come up with a stupid plan. We'll take the people who don't really desert me. Conrad has a plan as usual. Got it. Nick is probably wrong somewhere. We'll have to go. Actually, I'll go tell him the bird told me. He'll enjoy this. I'll, I'll be in bed if anyone needs to talk to me. Good night, Conrad. Good afternoon. <laughs> All right, time to go fuck with Nick. Uh, so, uh, Faustus, you're going to see Nick at the inn, where it seems everyone else except Grove and Conrad is at now. Yeah, we'll just head over to Nick's table, or where uh, he'll try to find Nick anyway. Yes, so the dog, and uh, we have to go. Rescue a maiden from a tower? No, actually, it seemed like you were handling our finances. I just came to get some money. All right. Yeah, we'll uh, count it out. Thank you. It was 30? Okay, I'll mark off 30. I marked off 50. My bad. I mean, he'll take the 50, but now nah, he's asked for 30. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess with that, he'll go try to seek out anybody who might have that sort of inscription material, which I guess is probably specialized ink, given the cost? Uh, it'll take you a short amount of time. I'm not going to make you have to make any checks to figure it out. The prices are not particularly gouged. Uh, there is a decent amount of supply and demand, but not so much so that they're needing to raise their prices or needing to lower their prices, as it were. They deal with the nobles here, so you can get in there. Looking for uh, another 50 gold in uh, spell inscription materials. Great. You have that on hand. And then I'll uh, find Victor and ask to borrow his spellbook and copy suggestion down. Yeah, he has not left his room, but he is. he offers it up. Happily isn't the correct word, but quite willingly. Yeah, he'll take a seat in the room and uh, pull his own spellbook out and start, you know, start tracing a finger over it with the glow at the end tip of his finger and closing his eyes as he takes it into his mind. All right. Um... So, it's sounding like there is not at least a formal meeting tonight. Oh, Grove was going to go meet up with Nick and them, yes? Yes, if only because he enjoys pestering Nick. All right. Uh, I don't presume that Nick has left, Illyrio. Are you still at the inn, or...? I mean, she's probably hanging out outside, and then when she sees um, Grove come out, she'll follow him. Is and Nick Grimhild, still are you... on a date? What? No, it wasn't Nick. God damn it, I can't remember shit anymore. Well, I- Irina was there also, so... Cute wolf girlfriend. Um, but yeah, as for Grimhild, where is she at the moment? Still at the end? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay, so Grove. He'll, uh, he'll go inside, and <laughs> I like the chicken boss on the map. Um, uh, he'll go inside, find Nick, grab a chair, sit down. Sit down in reverse, and let's wrap, people. <laughs> Uh, he'll just sit down and uh, sit there for a little while, trying to find a break in conversation, but being really stupid awkward, just sitting there staring for a little yeah. while. So, like, immediately? <laughs> yeah, but I'm into that. He's like, uh, yeah, ask you to put that. Uh, what can I eat? Starts to undo the money back from his belt. Do you need to buy something, too? Oh, no. Um, we have a sort of plan 
uh, Conrad has one of his brilliant plans he wants to do to uh, start putting into action. I figured you would enjoy hearing this one. Um, what does he want to go? Um, the phrase was, we're going to a den in the day. We're going to the crypt during night, I believe what it was. But yeah, he wants to go... I'm sorry, den in the day, crypt in the night. Which which one is it? Uh, we're gonna go to the estate. Okay. Night or day, Grove? Night. Yes, night. Because it will be safer. I don't think that's true, but... But? I'm sorry. Um, I don't have any experience with this shit. This is your, this is your house. But I figured everyone should be up. And what? Vampires? Or... Vampires, dumb plans, having to deal with crazy people. That's what happens in a failure, right? I, I do have to deal with crazy people quite often, you wouldn't believe. <laughs> but yes, that was the plan for Conrad. If you want to talk to him, he's sleeping because apparently he got his ass shot full of lightning. Mm, sure, wasn't doing it in the night anyway. We're not going now. It's clear on that. We'll just wait till tomorrow or something. I'll have one more fun round of drinks. Is, is it tomorrow or tonight? Grove. We're leaving tomorrow to get there tomorrow night is what I think is happening. Okay. Thank you for relaying this to me, Grove. I'm always here to help. <laughs> and then he will sit there and join in merry conversation. Are you sharing this with anyone other than Nick? Uh, wasn't... No, Grimhild's... I thought Grimhild was Grimhild's here. Grimhild's here, yes. Yeah. But she wasn't specifically at the table. Oh, I thought she was at the table. My bad. Yeah, she'll, he'll go... Relay that message to Grimhild too. Uh, do you say it blatantly out loud so Yulia would also hear? Grimhild was okay with Yulia, so yeah, he's not very tactful. Sure. Oh my, going directly into the belly of the beast. Then hopefully uh, not his actual stomach, but you know, I, circumstances I, as they play out and all. I equated it to a paw when we talked about it, and then he equated it to a din. <laughs> The, the resting place. place of a monster, perhaps. However, you are entering through the mouth of the estate, and the place, as it seems through many stories, is quite alive in its own right. You've been to the estate? Oh, me, myself, never. I think this is a poor plan. I do, too. I will voice a third of dissent, but I will admit that I am outside your group, so it is not my place to add objections. I was pretty clear with Conrad I would go, but the moment it gets scary, I'm peacing out. <laughs> so Live to tell another tale, then. Live, I think, is the real one. Um, but no, mm -hmm. apparently he's expecting people to leave. He's it sounds like he's not too sure on it. I, I don't know. We should hold off until we are more prepared then. We can never be too prepared. I don't know. I am... Relaying messages and doing an awful job of it. I think it is time for me to go retire. Unless y'all want some more information. No, but tomorrow we're still going to Fisherman, yes? Uh, hopefully. That was... And or the Vineyard. Probably both. I hope. I at least want to re repay my debts before I go and try and fight a monster at its home. Before you go and die valiantly? There's no such thing as a valiant death. It's just dead. Exactly. I was being facetious. I can never tell sometimes. You're just so happy in your words. 
If you're looking to travel to the vineyard, I would be willing to give a sketch of a route there. I don't have a map myself, but I've traveled through the area before. That would oh. be very helpful. Wow. It'd be my pleasure. I don't, again, it would not be precise. I couldn't tell you all the landmarks and the variety. And some time has passed. So information's better than no information. <laughs> Depends on what amount of information you're given. In this case, though, I would venture to agree you're correct. Well, thank you very much. I uh, wasn't expecting to find much help along the way here. Oh, please. Relaying stories and information is everything I do. It'd be a shame not to take an opportunity to help out someone looking to rid the land of such a beast, even if <laughs> long-term. I think I've told everybody now. Faustus won't care. So, yes. Um, I think I'm done here. Pleasure. Y'all have a good good night. You as well. All right. Um, yeah, it, Grimhilda, in a short amount of time, uh, Yulia goes inside and fetches a piece of parchment, which uh, she makes simple directions on, uh, which basically will entail, I will reveal more of the maps when you get to them faster. Um, it's, it's a ways away. It's not uh, like across the world. It'll be about several couple hours journey. Um, but the vineyard is not completely off. The lake, as you were looking to, though, is less than a mile outside of town. Okay. All right, so unless anyone else has anything they're doing for the evening, um, you can all resume your individual resting quarters. Um, and given time, the morning once again rises, the sun pale through the clouds. Where do you all meet today? Is there a breakfast table? Yeah, yeah. We, we we've had well, it's a dinner table as well. <laughs> is there? Is there? Table. God damn it! There was a formal breakfast last time. Well, formally informal. It was is in between. Uh, this time it seems a little less formal inside the house. Um, the uh, Baroness is there. The Inquisitor does not seem to be this morning. But yes, there's plenty of foodstuffs. Um, more than you'd get most anywhere else. Still not, uh, well, than you would get anywhere else around here, at least. Um, to those of you from uh, <laughs> places of more wealth and stensia, this is not meager, but it is something that lower class ability could, would more have. How's this me looking over his spellbook and eating absently with one hand? Morning, everyone. Nixon walks in late with a piece of toast from the uh, bar. Probably has some kind of food. Did you stay there all night? They have rooms, remember? At the end? Right. And he has money? Cash? Phones? No, it, it makes sense. Grove just, again, is not exactly on it. Oh, and since you stayed there, uh, another night for the two of you would be uh, two silver pieces. Silver is a tenth of a gold? Correct. Or might be uh, a fifth of a gold. I'll double check. But I think you're, I think it's correct that it's a tenth. Yes, it's one tenth of a gold. So, uh, it sounds like you're all meeting back at the Baroness's breakfast table. Sounds it. I'm looking much better. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Don't forget, <laughs> don't forget, I have 15 points of lay on hand a day. Oh, God. You do. <laughs> <laughs> The Baroness is just kind of idly chatting and just with whoever happens to pass by at any given time. Her conversation is 
outwardly sparkling, but really doesn't hold much content. It's talking about fashion and the weather and things that don't mean too much to monster hunters. Oh my god, she speaks Nephalian. Essentially. Um, who all is here? Like, are there any other attaches besides Sita, us, and the Baroness? Nalek didn't bring uh, Irina. I didn't no. know if there were other, like, Irina is staying here, so she would be there. In that case, I'll take, breakfast. I'll, I'll take a moment with the Baroness. Alright, uh, yeah, you can easily step over to her or just speak up. Hello, Baroness. Ah, uh, yes there, Mr. Starkers. I needed to speak with you about something. Not oh, as... Yes? Not as guest to host, but inquisitor to Baroness. Oh my, has something happened? Remember when I asked to go see Victor? Mm, yes, that was earlier yesterday, I believe. And you told me to just go see him? Yes, that's correct. What did you know about the door? That it's locked. Was there something else to know? Does she seem on the up and up with that? Make an insight check. One fourteen, rolling 14s, it's a 19. You see her blink several times and tilt her head slightly to the side. She seems confused by your question. Very well. That's all I had. As you are. Have you taken an interest in architecture, Mr. Sarkers? Uh, greater than you know. Believe me, there's quite a bit of storied work that went into this household. I do not have records of it myself, but if you would like to examine the library, I'm certain you could find something. Oh, perhaps later. <laughs> Very well. I'll go back to eating and waiting for someone to yell at me for having a stupid plan. <laughs> Why would we awful. yell at you for this? I mean, once once we... Yeah, I mean, later, after we're not around people who aren't... <laughs> yes, I, I, I will wait for uh, for the Baroness to leave so I can get chewed out. <laughs> chew you out? Because we're going to Mauer Estate, yeah, the uh, final area. It seems, it seems after a bit, few moments of wait that the Baroness doesn't seem like she's liable to leave until it becomes uh, inarticulate to do so, essentially. Oh, what a bitch. So, <laughs> it's her house. It's easy enough to let yourself out, but she seems to be intensely bound on following through on a social contract of staying while you have, she has guests. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll, I'll politely excuse myself and step out into the foyer, have, having so, stopped. why are we here? Wouldn't I still be at the end? I think we were all uh, for breakfast. And free free breakfast? Meeting. You don't have to have come here. Like, yes, there's breakfast at the inn. There's free breakfast here, but unless anyone voiced the idea of going for a meeting, you would not necessarily need to be there. Yeah, was, I mean, like, why would I abandon my new... F- <laughs> <laughs> new Wicked living all you nerds. <laughs> Sausage? Yeah, pretty much. Free bacon? I mean, I can just pay for you bacon. Could, you could buy wolf steaks there, man. Oh, no. To be fair, we probably had a lifetime share of bacon in the last couple of days after that huge pig we dragged back to the uh, Bitter Heart camp. <laughs> some wine instead of ale? Ah, oh, some pig-wrapped pig. A fine port? Champagne? It's a, it's a, it's a ham. They'd have to cook it in, like, <laughs> in the stables. Big corrupted <laughs> ham. <laughs> That's my new rapper name. Well, okay, so let's, let's step out after uh, Conrad. So, um, you have to forgive me, but the uh, how do I say this? Um, see, because this is a thing I do because I'm not Grove, as I consider what I'm saying to people before <laughs> I say it. Uh, what exactly are we doing? Because Grove's uh message to me from you was uh, 
To say it lacked clarity would be to defame the notion of clarity. Oh, couldn't be simpler, Nick. I told him we were going to go um, attack more estate. When? Faustus finally looks up from his book. Oh, hello, Faustus. When are we going to attack? That, that, was, the, uh, that was the sticking point. Uh, I was thinking during the night, is what I said to him. Uh, this night? Of course. Okay. And Can I overhear this? Did you follow me out? And okay, you me. went out of the room, okay? Because I was just in the breakfast place. It seems a lot of them stepped out of the room, so... Okay. Yeah, was... I, I walked out, and then Nick walked out immediately after me, if you want to be nosy. Yeah, okay, Illyria's totally going to have fallen over and walked over and be like, you're going to fucking attack vampires at night? That's I'm, to... I'm certainly he has a reasonable explanation for all of this. Don't I'm you? I'm not. So... That's... For listeners and for anyone else confused who's been a while, I will mention a thing that so vampires in Innistrad are not affected by sunlight. However, they have a combination reason why nighttime is beneficial and de-advantageous for them. The reason that they don't like nighttime is the reflection of the moon in water, especially moving water, physically pains them to the point of being unable to cross it most of the time. Even if they are particularly powerful, it would slow them down to such a degree that you would normally be able to lose them completely. However, vampires also have the ability to project silence around them in a narrow area, so much so that they cannot be heard unless they want to be heard most of the time. This means that a vampire at nighttime where they can are harder to physically see, especially one who has mastered magics to allow them to change their form and shape, means that finding a vampire before they are upon you at nighttime is a very difficult thing. Uh, different groups of vampires have different philosophies about this. The Falconrath, who notably watch over some of the passes in Distensia, like hunting during the day because they act like hawks flying from up high and diving down at their prey, wanting them to struggle and run. And they have lifelink when they do so. <laughs> and most of them don't. The vampire Nighthawk does. That's not from these, though. Nighthawk's from Zendikar. Uh, this one would be more Falconrath Marauders with the crazy white bat wings, actually. Fair. Um, however, uh, many of them do prioritize the night, and ones that are willing to take the stealthy approach much prefer them. What I'm saying is you, do, you have a stupid fucking plan. And Grove told you about it? No. I just heard you say we're going to go into Maur Estate at night. No, no, Nick just said that Grove mentioned it. Okay, still. Am I right, Nick? I feel like there's been a communication breakdown here. Yeah, no, Grove never said anything to me. Grove didn't say something to me. Okay, what he said was that we were going to the estate at um, a time which, at that point, was very unclear, but it's clear to me now that it is tonight. And he told you in the tavern, yes? He did. Excellent. Then I walked over and I saw him tell Grimhilda. Uh, Wonderful. Because we're not uh, going. Oh, thank God. Or thank Avison. Um, that would be ludicrous. My axe is still in the shop. However... She gives him the look he deserves for saying that. However, we do have two things to investigate tonight, during which it would be very... I'd be very appreciative to not have vampire influence on. Do you get what I'm saying? All right, I think. Uh, maybe? Why do you think I had Grove go tell you? Because you have a sick sense of humor sometimes? Because he's not a subtle man. Okay, you know what? I gotta hand this one to you. You wanted I'm, people to think we were going. I am certain there are eyes in that tavern. <sighs> Fine. Do it however you want to do it. We're going to go help people. Yeah, no, it's a pretty good idea. I like helping people. And now we can help people without, you know, because they'll be too busy 
waiting to ambush us at the estate. This isn't my first time doing this. I find that hard to believe. Well, maybe not this in particular. <laughs> I expect we wind up, up there eventually, but I certainly hadn't considered it tonight. Well, consider it no longer, apparently. Uh, By my count, we have a vineyard and a fishing hole to investigate, perhaps with more pressing dangers. What, yeah, what I, pray tell, may have gotten into the local fishing hole? Can't the they just get a fisherman to deal with it? That's the problem. He's not there anymore. They tried. Yeah, the problem isn't with the hole, it's that it lacks a fish. And either way. Similarly, the problem isn't with the wine, it's that the, this, uh, this town's been lacking delivery. If there's nothing wrong with the fishing hole, it's only a mile out of our way. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right, I guess it's time to bring out the other axe. The guitar? He, hops, he goes off to his nearby room and pulls back a, a hand axe for chopping lumber. Ah, my axe was a... A longer six-string lute, what will they think of next? Right? See, we're just going to go find the fishermen by rocking out hardcore. Conrad, you look more ready to tackle a pile of firewood. Is this not the correct weapon for a vineyard? I mean, vineyards Grapes don't grow normally on attack you back, no matter how shitty the wine is. The point is, I'm good with this one, too. Tool in the hands of Avacyn is as good as a weapon. Uh, if I was to pull out a notebook and start drawing in it... Been a while since I've seen you create your own knowledge. Most of it, I keep up here. He points to his forehead. He points to a pulsating slug on his forehead. But all the same, a huge pile of madman's knowledge. It was awesome. <laughs> all the same, I think I have an idea. Be still, oh. my heart. I think you'll like this one, but I need some time to sketch it out. All right, I trust you. Right, shall we assembling? Shall we assemble a fishing party? I hope the fish here are nicer than they are. They will pretty much have to be. So now you're gathering everyone together, it seems? I'm going to try to. Uh, I believe all of you were there at that breakfast, except for Griphound. Yeah, I think everyone but Grove said something, and Grove is just sort of around. Eating. Guys, this bacon's delicious! And <laughs> again in my life, I'll be glad for it. <laughs> never had a three-foot strip of bacon before. Clearly, you've never prepared pork correctly. Yeah, you can get up to five, depending on how you cut it. After this like, all a over. By the foot. You know, we could really make some money getting that stuff up to Nefalia. They'd kill for that sort of thing. The longest strip of prosciutto ever man has ever seen. Yeah, I'll try and get everyone together. Yeah, you know where Grimheld would be unless she is wandered off from the Blue Water Inn. Which follow-up question have you had off from the Blue Water Inn? Yeah, fuck that place. <laughs> I'm going off to Morrow Estates. <laughs> yep. Hi, beat him at his own plan. <laughs> no, my plan. Oh, I was just following through on what I heard. It's come back and Moore's dead. <laughs> well, yeah, it was easier than we thought. <laughs> Good job, me. Um, but so, yeah, if, if you would be there, uh, seems Conrad, and I presume other people have come to find you. Ah, good. There's still some of the soup left. Give me a second. Go get Grimble. Oh, yeah, Danica will be more than happy enough to offer you a large spoonful of the soup. It comes back with a bowl. So, um, so who's getting Grimble? Where is she? No one. No one actually wants to get Grimble. Rude to interlope lady on their date. No, she's just probably having breakfast. <laughs> no, that's what Grove is saying, because the last time you were with your friend, the morning after, people come back, you know, you don't bother them. I've been to cities before. <laughs> I know how this works. <laughs> You've discovered our secret. Cute werewolf girlfriends. We import them by the pound. <laughs> Why is it called a werewolf? <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that I think Josh started that little rumor, and it's now taking hold. No, Grove will just Grove will just sit there and at that be like, mm, I talked to her last night. I've done my job. Somebody else do it today. No one's willing to go tell her we're going to the fishing hole. I mean, Illyria will shrug and say, "Where is she? I'll go get. I'll go tell her." She's over there. At the, yes, you're at the end. She's at a table eating some oh, food. Oh, I for whatever reason was under the presumption you were somewhere else. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll walk in. Yeah, Illyria will go over there and be like, "Hey, so we're going to do a thing. It's time to if help you want to come." Yes, farewell. And she'll do him. Get ready to go. Illyria will wave eagerly at Arena. Isn't that her? Oh, Arena! Uh, I have not changed the map with the passage of time. Arena's not there. She's. I, I don't remember who the cute girlfriend's name is. Oh, that name? is Yulia, and she Yulia. is not downstairs either at the moment. Oh, well, pff, see, I just have no I have not ad- of time I, and space in here. <laughs> I have not adapted the map yet. I apologize. That one is on me. I have no concept of time and space anyway. I'll just shift it over to here to speed things up. Oh God, I'm blind. My drawings. Yeah, once everyone's assembled. So. Fishing hole faster on the way back from the vineyard. I don't know. Can we stop at any local museums on the way? Is this area big enough for museums? Why don't we stop by the fish? If the vineyard really does is kind of in trouble, maybe we can take them some food. So you're saying we should stop and then actually fish? I mean, no. I'm saying we could go to the fishing hole and in the process of whatever's there, possibly get something to take to the next place. See, I was going to say exactly the opposite because I am infinitely more interested in a vintage than a fish. If Mouses. it's going to come to that, yeah, I'm with this one. If you're lucky, the vineyard will have a small, kitschy section about its own history. It's like a museum. <laughs> you were such a dick to him. <laughs> it's mutual. I know, but I just love it. Excuse me, Conrad. What does kitschy mean? Is that like a kitchen? I, sweetie. So it's a very small kitchen, bro. <laughs> Thank you. you. Know, itchy, bourgeois, like a tchotchke. Like the deli? <laughs> like New Delhi. <laughs> um, <laughs> to anyone who cares, it's starting to get uh, busier at the front of the end now. Uh, those who are staying coming down for breakfast. Um, you can see Rictavio come downstairs, and when he sees the group of you, tips his hat for going and ordering a meal. Should we go before people talk to us and give us more things to do? At this point, my coffers are empty, so let them. But yes, let's go. Shall we flip a coin? Okay. You realize at least part of this money is yours, right? He like holds up the bag from where it's hanging on his belt. <laughs> yes, sure. Okay, just making sure. Not that I don't mind holding on to it for you, you know. And I'll take it. I'm, I'm not being passive-aggressive. It's actually nice. makes people think I'm richer than I am. Uh, can, can we go? Absolutely. Otherwise, your uh, lowers his voice. Otherwise, that grand plan of yours. Uh, right. Do us much good. The vineyard, then. All right. So we're just sitting straight out of town, then? Yep. All right. Uh, there's not really any particular interference. Um, as you're preparing to leave town, you get a few odd glances, both at the fact that you're once again traveling with, uh, what appears to be a wolf, and the motley crew have assembled at the other side of the gate. Um, but you make your way over and begin your journey. All right. So, oh, I haven't heard James. James James here? I heard him come back up the stairs. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, cool. Just hadn't heard you yet. Um, so... You all prepare once again to uh, move out, having spent a few days resting and recuperating from your journey so far. 
Um, I need to go to the correct map, don't I? So, you begin heading back out to the west. You have the vague map that you had uh, drawn for you by Yulia. It shows the paths and what areas of forest might fall you ahead. Um, it's very quick to see how some areas are not quite up to memory, as she is no cartographer. But you do get quite a uh, wide swath of the area and the routes it might take. So let's just mark those down there. There we are. So, you were told that you basically just had to follow the road west. The, few, the one point where that would really be problematic, you would have a sign telling you exactly where to go. Seems way too simple for this. These roads are still traveled by dangerous things, but during the day it is not particularly frequent. So you begin your journeying. Directly to the west of Palas, there is a large stone bridge that covers one of the uh, rivers that leads to the uh, Lake Moor that you have noted there. You can see from here the lake is quite expansive. Um, Though, even from passing over the river, those of you that are used to the sounds and motions of nature can easily tell that it is quiet. The sound of water, certainly, but the sounds of insects and fish, amphibians, they're muted, to say the least. Valerio will look concerned at Grove. To shake his head. <laughs> nothing's, nothing's good here at all. Don't like the well, hopefully it stays the same. Hopefully, hopefully this is just a bad morning and it gets a little bit more brighter when we come back from drinking booze. Do you believe that? No. Alright. You continue, crossing over the simple stonework that seems to have held up well across ages, repaired as need be. Different ages of stone and different varieties placed together. Soon after you reach a large crossroads, an X intersection, with branches to the northwest, northeast, southwest, and southeast. There is a large post of broken, rotted wood thrusting upward at an angle, the eastern elbow of the intersection. You can see just off to the side, scattered amongst some weeds, the top half of the sign, featuring arms pointing in the four directions. If you wish to examine it, you may. Otherwise, the, you are still given directions to simply travel to the west I'll on the same path you were on. I'll take a quick look. Certainly. Um, the arms indicate upon it... Uh, one moment. Sorry, that wasn't a note thing. That was just me getting pulled away for a second. Um, the arms indicate on it that uh, to the southwest, there is Kresk and Solanka Pass. Uh, Lake Baratok to the northwest and Palas and uh, Mora State to the southeast, and Beres to the southeast. Um, any of you who read this can make me a history check. Sure. Oh, sure. I'm nosy. Ten. Fifth kind. Twenty. Yep. There we go. Space. Was that a natural twenty or a twenty result? Uh, roll of thirteen. Okay. Um. Seventeen. So, uh, Illyria and Faustus, uh, reading over this, um, well, most, uh, anyone who got above a 10. Dang it. Uh, uh, that you recognize, um, a few of these locations as places at least have been mentioned by, um, a few passerby and anyone who knows about Stensia. Kresik in particular is known as being a stronghold? 
a place where there does, it seems to not be thriving per se, not too many places in Innistrad are, but it seems to have lasted firmly for quite some time. Um, not just as an established town, but as a place that is seemingly unmarred by a lot of the external world. Um, however, uh, Illyria and Faustus, the name uh, Beres is an interesting one. You haven't seen too many notes of it anywhere, um, but it was an old Stensian town. Uh, it used to be known for uh, its fine wool work and other fabrics that came from there. Uh, some Many places would order them either for just qual uh, quality for workers or even some designs of smoother and more beautiful fabric for fashions even out in uh, Nefalia. But as of a while ago, it seems to have simply stopped existing. No one knows exactly what will happen to it, but it stopped producing anything. And then there didn't seem to be anyone from there, any news from there, until eventually someone relayed that the town was gone. This is all you really seem to know about it. So, do anything with uh, any of this, or do you simply continue on your way in the direction you had been presented previous? I mean, I look blankly at the at the signs and then keep walking because I didn't roll above a ten. <laughs> you had another blank spot on the map, thanks to the moors, no doubt. It did just stop happening. Maybe we should stop by the remains of the town sometime. I wonder what is left there. Just because no one else ever returned doesn't mean we won't. We might have time on the way back. She, she kind of looks at Faust as like, those are not odds that she's really. Really willing to risk, but her curiosity is still. Pe I'm just glad that we're not entering more estate yet. I think we're far from ready. She'll nod at them, be like, "Yeah, I was ready to tear uh, apart over that." Wait, we're not? No, it's okay. We're we're still going, Grove. Just not today. Okay. We do have to get that hidden knowledge, though. What hidden knowledge do you think could be there? Why, did, why would Maurer care to, so much about a town that made beautiful cloth? Maybe it was the wrong color for his balls. I mean, there are pettier reasons in the world, but still. His pettiness are you sure? Faustus, are, are you really the one that's going to make the claim that knowledge can't make the difference between success and failure? No, merely playing devil's advocate. I can find you some for that to advocate for. Can you? I thought none of them ever survived meeting you. There's always more. I thought it was a vampire. This is an entirely separate issue. Sorry, I'm not paying attention. I'm trying to keep my eyes on the woods. I'm only catching every other word. Yeah, Lyria will go back to looking at the woods, kind of inoffhandedly mention to Faustus and Conrad, there's something wrong in the woods. I have no doubt. Nothing's moving. Look. And if it is, not wanting to be seen while it does. We have to be ready and expect somebody's watching us at all times. If not with physical eyes from the woods, then through magical means. Always be prepared. And yes, Conrad, I believe we should go, but I think we should wait until, at the very least, I can make us invisible. Victor can, can't he? I, I, I can do a thing, and she'll describe, um, uh, Pass Without, without Trace. Out of trace, yeah. Yeah. Like, what spell do I have? <laughs> Pass Without Trace. See? Promising. But no, I agree we should prepare. Perhaps find that treasure under lock and key. So, do you resume traveling? Yep. All right. So, you continue heading down the line that you have both marked on your map and can see between the trees in the forest. Everything is still mostly quiet. 
simply the mist and what little sunlight you can receive out here there is. The trees sway and stay dark, but you continue on a notably wide enough path to continue on. There doesn't seem to be much to it other than a gentle curve, till you once again reach another crossroads, one turning behind you, in fact, completely another angle weaving through the forest. Uh, you have noted down there uh, another location. It seems that over there uh, is an old mansion that was used by some order of people who followed uh, those angels that followed uh, trying to remember the, uh, the host of herons, in fact. Sigarda? Yes, that is correct. Many of the angels that followed the host of herons uh, were known for actually taking care of Stensia. They have been comparatively absent as late, at least out here. But over there, they're at least noted down on what map you have available that it was a stronghold for them at one point or another. It seems to have fallen to waste many years ago. That could be interesting to look at. Not entirely unlike a museum, Faustus. Yes. Why don't we just go there? It seems a lot more interesting than the fishing hole or the vineyard. At least occasionally things of value are found in a house. We can help people. Yes, fine. We can help people, too. If there are any people left there. If there's not, I have to little interest. She'll turn to Conrad and like, I would like to see the stuff from oh, me, the herons. Me as well. But we can see it on the way back. You once again continue on your way. One moment. I have no to manage longer whining about happy meals. <laughs> oh, that's why it won't let me move this. I'm on the wrong layer. All right. So you move back up into the relatively impenetrable amounts of forest. Another half mile, another mile. Before you start meeting paths off the sides and once again more diverging roads. You begin reaching a center where the roads begin to split off. There's another weather-worn signpost next to the road. Uh, there are three arms of the sign pointing along three branches of the road. The arm pointing north uh, reads Kresk, and through the woods you can see uh, an arching stone bridge spanning a river. There's an arm pointing towards Kresk, and you can see a stone bridge spanning a river. There's another arm pointing east towards Palos, and uh, the road slopes up gradually back where you have just come from. The arm pointing to the southwest reads the Wizard of Wines, the location that you knew you came to reach in the first place. The road slopes gently downwards as you approach that direction. That seems like a stupid name. Wizard of Wines. Stupid. To be fair. Clearly you've never had a decent vintage. I don't really drink. Come on, Axe. We can't step up to your obvious vintage knowledge, considering where you're from. Oh, I probably should have asked this before. Um, what order yeah, are you traveling yes, in? New York and Rhode Island, known for their fine wines. <laughs> known for a lot of types. I should ask Not this in fine. general so we can have just an established one for overall. Uh, what order do you all travel in? I'll be second or third. I'll take first, I guess. Uh, I can be in the back or the middle of anywhere. I mean, like, I'm one of the beefier ones, so. And I tend to be a noticey person, so it's fine for me to be in the front. So I've got Conrad, Illyria, then who's who's smack dab in the middle. We've got two in the middle. Not all at once now. <laughs> Faustus? Isn't he the only one left? Where, where was Grove in the lineup? Back middle. Um... um... Not Nick? all the way in the back, but closer towards it. All right, Nick will be somewhere in the middle. I think that's fine. He's got mobility. And so, Grimhild, uh, do you want to be in the back just in case anyone sneaks up on you all? I'm fast enough to get to the front if I need to. I'm not especially fast, but I yeah. crossbows, I guess. Yeah, I get what you mean. Okay. So, you begin on this downward slope over to the Wizard of Wines. Uh, things are 
relatively quiet still. Uh, the road begins to take a few lumpy turns as it starts turning into more of a dirt path. And as you begin going over them, Nick, as you step on one of the larger lumps of dirt in passing, you have barely enough time to even notice that something is wrong before the earth begins moving. And erupting up from under the ground, you hear a man bellow. As an axe comes sailing up, dirt and mud covered from the ground up toward ground axe. What ground axe? I checked compared to past perceptions. There is a bellow and an arm attached to the axe. It is not just an axe erupting out of the ground. Ground man. Yeah, that would be fair. This is probably a pretty crappy way to get. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know how Google calling works when you do this, Nick. So it's fine. Um. Uh, yeah, Nick will back up. Be like, uh, step back, everyone, step back, spread out. Valeria is just fucking confused right now. Like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Ground axe. Conrad reaches for the good axe. Grass in the air. Uh, Should I have a thorn whip ready? Get the hand axe. Oh, Max got kicked off the internet. Goodbye, Max. He roared so loud. Disconnected him. My computer died. Woof. Oh no. No, no, it didn't, like, hard die. It just ran out of power. Ah. Uh-oh. Like, we're fine. So it was thirsty. <laughs> yes. Um, so does a 16 hit your armor class? Uh, surely. Not yeah, yours. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was Nick. One it- second. I think it barely does, but give me a second. Yeah, one sec. I will also take a moment to translocate my dice to where my charger is. Translocate. Yeah, because, uh, no, you don't get proficiency bonus for that, so, yep. Yeah, that's me. What is your AC? And back. So your AC is 16? Yeah. Okay, so then it just hits. Pretty close to mine. You take 14 slashing damage. I spent a feat on it. Uh, okay, now I get to do my cool thing that I just got and take half Ooh. of that, if I remember correctly. Um, Why? Because I am... Wait, are we level 5 or not? Oh, not sorry, we're, not that, we're not yet. Okay, so I just take it full. 14. All right. I was like, wait, I got a lot cooler. No, sorry. We, we, spent, so much, we spent so much discussion on it, it was in my head. All right. We, we dreamed about yeah, it no. so long, we thought it was a reality. <laughs> It'll be close. You feel the axe bury into your sides, cutting oh. through the leather armor without much difficulty whatsoever. As everyone hears this and sees Nick with a large gash in his side, you hear more shouts. One, another arm ripping out of the dirt behind you, Grimhild, and one up right next to Conrad. There seem to be very large men bearing dirty, rusted axes, pulling themselves free of the dirt, doing nothing but bellowing at the top of their lungs. Boy, these guys were playing the long con. Are these guys yeah, Zombelmen, or, or are they something else? And if there's something else, do I know what? Uh, as someone who actually lives in Stensia, you know that over here in the Outland Valleys, there are some people who live out in nature and have done most of their sustenance based on harvesting what they can find in nature and assaulting those who pass through. Yeah, one They're... of them's in the party. It's me. That would have been <laughs> lovely to know. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like they're bandits basically they're essentially bandits but more than just wanting only valuables they seem to have some sort of method and almost a 
lethal interest in it. It's not just killing so that they can take your things. It's killing because they believe they should kill. What so we're dealing with the ground reavers. Right Okay, so they were just hiding, like they had buried themselves, basically? They had buried themselves about an inch under the dirt. Jesus! <laughs> um, um, again, question, what would it happen, let's say, if I were to, like, just cast Entangle over these guys? Uh, entangle them as usual, I assume. Depending on what happens when your turn comes up, I guess. Well, I mean, when they're in the ground. Uh, that wouldn't do ground. much for you now. Okay. Uh, what? So one moment. Everyone can roll me initiative, though. D twenty plus. Yeah, let me organize this order correctly. Just stick me at the bottom. <laughs> I got a three. Six. Eighteen. Eleven. Everyone can just post oh, wait, these in no. one of the chats. I get to roll twice because of my shit now. Yeah. Remember, you're not level five either. I know. <laughs> Gee, <laughs> nice one, Axe. Yeah, advantage on initiative rolls. Oh wait, we don't we don't have proficiency to uh, initiative, do we? Nope. Just dexterity mod. Yep. Dex, damn it. I get that charisma, which is why mine is plus six. <laughs> You're, <laughs> so charming charming <laughs> You're so charming, people. You're so charming. People are able to. And I think it's literally supposed to be like my panache, like to think live in like seven C terms. Yeah. I need to grab a notebook out of the other room since I'm needing to be in the room with the charger one moment. I, I wonder... <laughs> I'm just so curious what Entangle will do in this situation. Oh, they're already out of the ground. I, well, aren't they kind of like half in, half out? They were an inch under the ground, so I think they're just sort of... Un, they've unburied themselves. <laughs> Alright. So, I, so uh, yeah, it was passive perception to notice them that they rolled south against, by the way, if anyone's wondering how this worked. Um... So let's see. Uh, so, what Nick, did what'd you get? The so thing? let's see. So, uh, I have everyone's noted down. Believe me, they were oh, the okay. same. I was excited because I have a decent one. Uh, so okay. So twenty-five to twenty initiative. That's X. Yep. What'd you get? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nineteen to fifteen. Me. What'd you get? Eighteen. Okay. Uh, fourteen to ten. Me. What'd you get? 13. Also, Grimhild, she got 14. Correct. Let me just cross this off then. 9 to 5. 6, right here. And what'd you get, Faustus? 3. Eh, it wasn't a 1. Yes, no, it was not that. <laughs> I could have potentially <laughs> rolled a 0. What happens if you roll a 0? Do you just not participate? No, no you, you just, just go to the very bottom. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you can roll a negative initiative. You could te technically you roll in. a negative initiative, this is true. It just puts you at the negative side. I, I don't know how you could do worse than negative three, but I'm sure there are ways. Um, There's got to be stuff that gives initiative penalties. You can do negative five, uh, negative uh, okay. four, right? Can you have well, then no, you roll one, so, get negative sorry. three. Yeah. Uh, so, to get to the thing at hand, uh, Nick, with the large gash wound in your side as you stagger back, you still manage to gather yourself in time to prepare to engage in combat. Yeah, he kind of stepped backward to try to not get Swung at that didn't work out so well. Uh, so he draws and just tries to. Uh, well, actually, I guess it's blow by blow. I'll uh, do the rolls. I saw that guy move. That's where it would have been based on how I described it. That's efficiency. Still plus six. Oh God, that cherry blossom tree in the south. And this is a metaphor the, uh, for our doom. The short sword. 
damn, we need to start avoiding this section of road. This is like the third time we've been attacked on this, like, same, like, you crooked shut the lead fuck road. Up. I hate you. <laughs> There's not a gallows on it this time. Also, I think uh, it's the, I think it's actually the second time. Thank you. I also ejected Axe. the trees. Axe, we're going to throw you a party after this. I know, so, right? uh, your first attack hits. Yeah, mm. so he gets me to get, you know, plunge the rapier into an area. Let's see. Uh, and so your thing triggers, I believe, because there are no allies of his next to him. Correct. So you do get sneak attack, because you're fancy sword play. I'm just going to roll with it. I don't know how. <laughs> 11 damage. Are the squares here one or five feet? Five feet. Five. Okay. Everything threatens an area of five feet. Okay. That's fine. On the plus side, with 2d6 plus 1d8 plus 4, there was only like a 10% chance of that. 20%? I'm so happy to know that. <laughs> I can drag around the dice from your uh, dice roller, and I don't know why. So, you make, uh, as you stagger back, you make a few, as you pull out your weapons, you spin your rapier in small concentric circles. His eyes follow it for a moment, briefly confused as you just dart forward and with a simple lunge penetrate the lower part of his abdomen. He doesn't seem to yell even as loudly as he did in greeting, but he winces and as you push through his uh, soft tissue. You then move to bring your sword down across him and he just kind of turns his back. The large hide that he's wearing as some form of cape, mud encrusted, catches your blade. And though you sink and shave off a bit of the fur, you don't seem to cut through. Doing anything else, you done? Um, no, he is done for now. All right. That moves us on to Illyria. Okay, question. Are these guys, like, still half in the ground, or are they fully out? They are they are fully out of the ground. Okay. They unearth themselves as the full use of their surprise. Hmm. Oh, well... Yeah, I'll be nice and do the distancey kind of thing. I'm gonna hit the one next to Conrad with the with the uh, thorn whip. Oh, is that guy straddling anybody? Straddling the line to me? Anyone else? Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I fixed that, but I don't know how that happened. Okay. Cool. Let me. For what I use? Okay, I just even played in so long. I forgot how to D and D nineteen. Uh yeah, that'll hit. And would you like to pull him? No. <laughs> You sure? Oh, come on. It worked so well last time. No! I'm not going to pull it into Conrad and make him even more angry with me. <laughs> All right. So seeing these start uh, with the startling sounds of these three very yelling men, uh, you extend a hand outwards and make a pull, a sort of flip motion with your hand as a long, tangled, thorny vine just begins uncoiling out of seemingly nowhere from around your arm. As it reaches out and lashes around him, it wraps around one of his arms for a moment, and you yank back, but not tightly, so that the thorns rake against the outside of his forearm, leaving a few small gashes across it. Oh man, could have ripped it off if I'd done it right. He snarls, <laughs> glares with very angry eyes at you. Dirt still falling off of his eyebrows. Rumpy Gus. Yeah. Like, what's his deal? Not our fault he laid in the ground for so long. Must be a salt mine under there. <laughs> so, uh, at that very one at the front lines, just without much of thought to it whatsoever, gives a large sweep from a right-hand axe, bringing it across at your midsection, Conrad. All right. Seems with reckless force that he pushes it forward, and that is a 
21 to hit. That's a hit. There's nine slashing damage. Uh, is it non-magical? It is non-magical. Cool. Six slashing damage. Is that a thing that the... What, what does that, out of curiosity? I know you have it. I'm not doubting, but... That's the heavy armor mastery feat. Sick. DR3. So, he swings it as hard sideways as he can right into uh, your mail, and you can feel some of the metal splinter slightly as it cuts into you, but you adjust your body slightly so that as much of the metal catches it and diverts its tension away from you as you can, it still stings something fierce. Oh, you're going to regret that. He smiles broadly, but this isn't a smile of joy. This is a smile that shows teeth. The smile of a predator. Back over by Nick, the one that you sunk your blade into, uh, seems to put a hand to it briefly, coat his hand with blood as he puts it back on the handle of his axe, and brings it down in a hard chop vertically. That is a 19 to hit. That is. Yeah, the 16 hit. That is 13 damage. Nick alive. I am... What is it, negative 10 to go down? It is zero, you go down. Oh, okay, he's down. And then you dive later. <laughs> no, I'll spend next turn doing a cure wounds on him. Yeah, no, at the end of each turn, you're down. You make a yes, survival correct. check. When your turn comes up, you uh, if you're down, you make a death saving roll. There is no plus or minus to that unless some external force gives you that. If you get below 10, you fail one. If you get above 10, you pass one. If you pass three, you stabilize. If you fail three, you die. If someone attacks you while you're down, they can automatically make you fail death save throws. Great. It's way easier to kill someone in this system than in 7C2. Yeah, as you almost killed Kevin last weekend. So, no, with I a... did not almost kill him. <laughs> There's this heavy, sickening, snapping noise with a <laughs> as the axe is buried in the shoulder of Nick, cutting right next to his neck, and there's a gout of blood as Nick crumples to the ground. Oh, well, he might be dead. <laughs> Faustus will step Follow- back just a little bit from the blood spray. The axe follows the weight down. The man <laughs> puts his boot onto Nick's chest as he begins wrenching it out. <laughs> Can't get blood on those runes, or we are halfway to Demon Town. <laughs> With two pounds of his left fist on his chest, the man behind you, Grimhill, then brings his axe an upward swinging, uh, swinging arc, carving a crescent through the air. <laughs> two pounds, or four kilograms. That is a ten to hit. I don't think that could hit anyone. No, that, that does not hit. I like hit that Grimhild maintains her status as the one what don't get hit. <laughs> As he brings up in this large swinging crescent, you simply step a few paces back, not even a full foot out of the way, as it just whizzes by your face. You can feel the air pressure and the force of his blow, but he cleanly missed. Um, all right, so that moves us on to Grove. All right, which one is attacking Nicholas? Uh, you can see him right there, the one right next to Nick. <laughs> this one? Yep. All right, oh, let's see. I can't control my dog. Also, I believe I mentioned all of you had got a free potion to start this out with. Um, What? I believe when we started, I gave you a free potion. You asked us to get a potion. I didn't know it was free. Um, I I had every every character started with one healing potion. The basic one. I did notice note that. So, in case you guys don't have that, that's worth noting. You have a basic healing potion which you can use to revive someone. I do. Take money back or have a second. What am I going to do with this with this second potion? I'm going to throw it in the garbage. (laughs) 
No, no, it's a good. Oh, I bought mine. I've got two now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So the dog's gonna go and attack the thing attacking Nick, and I can't control any of my pieces. He has a name grove. <laughs> oh, right. Just these are the old versions of your cards. One moment. Let me actually change that. His name that. is Barbarian Number Two. <laughs> His name is gonna be dead. Uh, I'll get. I'll give you control of your things immediately. Um, give me one sec. All right. So dog's attacking the Nick Barbarian. The Nick Barbarian. Yeah. Gonna protect uh, Nick. And then... Um, There's dog control should be available. Dog Whoop. trolls. I can control them too. Uh, it's easier <laughs> to give all players for all of these things rather than select. Pork, pork, pork. Uh, yeah. Um, Use the, the special dog, dog whistle. Weed. And he has advantage if there's an ally next to him. However, there is not since Nick is not threatening the space. Sure. I'm gonna move here so I can get a better view at everybody. I'll attack. That'll get the wolf to do the reaction attack. Uh, and then, sorry, go ahead. I don't think you share the same turn. One of you acts and then the other acts. Okay, that's fine. I'll have the wolf attack first. You are at the same initiative. It's just they each get their own turn. That is one of the changes that is actually for the better because you now actually have impact from them. Yeah, uh, that's an 11. Uh, an 11 will not hit. Actually, wait, though. However... You do get advantage on the attack, as he is currently kind of off-balance from his overarching swing with all of his body. Oh, he oh, did sweet. an all-out attack. They basically you make reckless attacks. so hard that you have advantage. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he, he destroyed Nick so hard yeah. it was a tactical disadvantage. It, it, it's taking him so much time to yank the axe out of basically, though, it's sternum. Basically, though, like, you're joking, <laughs> but that's what's happening. <laughs> Give up my axe, yonder clavicle. <laughs> okay, that's a five. So yeah, the eleven was my uh. Yeah. Um. So that was you. That was you. Uh. So you, the black wolfhound, runs in and attempts to bite into this uh barbarian-like man. And as he jumps up at him, the man just kind of yanks back his axe and puts the handle in between him and your hound. Does. You snarls and attempts to bite around it, but his neck gets caught up against the bar. All right, now I will move down three so I can get a better angle at everybody, and then... You can move farther if you want. You have quite a long range. I don't know where anybody else is. I don't want to step on a hidden axe like uh, Nick did. Just get in the tree again. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go here. Sure, that's five. That's five. You can take one more step if you want. That's good. And then I'll attack... The guy attack Nick. Sure. Do I get advantage again or not? Yes, you do. You get one more step and then you fall in the sphere of annihilation. Oh, I don't want to be annihilated. Should have thought of that before attacking the Tomb of Horrors. I mean, um, sometimes I do. <laughs> From the Latin ad nihil to nothing. What'd you get? 23. That uh, should okay. hit. Okay, roll again. Just that doesn't hit, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> roll for your second uh, advantage attack. Oh, um, critical! critical. <laughs> there you go! Critical! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, roll for damage. Just roll once, double the die value, and then add in your extra after. So, 2d8 instead of 1d8? Uh, no, 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 it. just 1d8. You double the okay. you double what you get on that, and then you add the thing after. Then, okay, so oh, double 16. that at 16 plus the bonus of 5? Yes, plus 5. 21 so. damage! So, 21 damage. <laughs> Oh, right in the neck. <laughs> so, uh, you 
hurry off to the side of the combat. You get off the dirt road and end up on the tall grass that is still laden with water. And as you feel it soaking into your pants, you turn back around and look over to the man that currently tangling with your dog. And you know that having seen the amount of blood pouring off the side of his axe, that this is a man that needs to be taken care of. So you lay, uh, you carefully take a deep breath and notch an arrow and let it fly. You see it move with immense speed and bury itself deep into the back of his head. Oh, the you can sniper's see, spot. You can see some blood begin oozing out around it and him wince and pull backwards, taking a few steps forward from the force and then a few steps back as he's trying to reassess his senses, blinking many times. He doesn't seem to be down, but he definitely seems to be dazed and hurt. Uh, do you do anything with your bonus action? Uh, no, I don't think I have have any so uh hunter's mark i guess yeah, no we're gonna save the bonus action to yeah i'll save hunter's mark because okay. i don't know what's going on these are just yokel chuckle fuckles chuckle right. fuckle oh excuse me that was looking at the previous listens grove and grimhilda right next to each other i'll reassess that for the next round uh and you cross that off better uh but grimhild it is your turn okay so this nerd um i think i'm gonna do is I am going to use my bonus action to do a fainting attack. So I'm spending one of my superiority dice. Sure. Uh, and what that does is gives me advantage on my next attack roll. And how this is going to basically work is I'm going to swing my axe thing. And the feint is that I'm swinging short, so he thinks it's not going to hit. And then I lunge forward and... You lunge forward and then what? You cut out. Transform it into its pike form. All right. Go ahead and roll so... Swing 15 doesn't hit. Uh, 15 hits. Oh, excellent. Okay. Then he takes 11 points of damage and has to make a shoot saving throw versus 15 or be grappled. Was it strength? Uh, I just didn't hear what you said. What did, what did you say what the saving throw was? I think it's strength, but... DC 15 fort. Oh, there is no fortitude. Strength and con now? Yeah, like, strength and con. Constitution. I guess. That's peculiar. Uh, I guess I would have noted it down as strength, probably, since this is the first time we're using it. Okay, then I will change that. Yeah, just note it down as that. Um, he does not pass, however. So, uh, you make a false swing bringing it up, and he takes a mo- just the barest step back, attempting to replicate how you dodged out of the way of his crescent swing. And then you push forward, however, now. And then you set the latch on the side of the mechanism with a sickening brief whir there's then a as the two blades come in from the sides and cut into his arms pinning him in place between the two blades that begins turning into a pike proper um did you uh so let's see there was the damage from that and do you also roll the superiority die in damage if you do that does faint do that most uh, superiority faint does not faint is one although of i could Ah, you know what I'm going to do, though? I'll spend this to disarm him You'll what? as well and add the D8. I could also make this a disarming attack. Do you have to declare a bonus action to do that? Faint is the only one that's a bonus action. Okay. Uh, still no, because you didn't say it before the attack? Uh, it literally says when you hit oh, with Oh, when you attack. hit with an attack. Never mind, then. You're good. Um, Most of those are But I don't before. think I'm all really, really good. <laughs> Never mind. And okay. The majority of them are when you hit with an attack. Sure. I guess um, I didn't read them But well no, enough. I... I, I, I I don't think I need to. He's grappled, so. Uh, okay. 
So that moves us on to uh, Conrad. I'm going to make him regret the thing like I said he would. <laughs> All right. Let's see it happen. <laughs> going to take my, uh, my much shorter axe than usual and get into a much closer fighting style than I usually get and hit him with an unnatural 20. Uh, that will definitely hit. Okay. Four, eight damage. All right. You swing your axe and uh, smaller axe than you're normally used to, so it doesn't carry quite as much weight as either yours or the ones these men are using. But you bring it up alongside his torso, and he attempts to readjust his axe, but not so much that it stops your blow and only catches it after you've already sunken about an inch into his torso. You wrench it back out, trail of blood going across his chest. Sees lay on hands a full action or a half action? I believe it's a full action. Okay. Then don't don't guess. quote me on that. It's still worth looking into, but yeah, I don't. I've got it right here, actually. Lay on hands, uh, but as an action. There you go. Says so it's a half action in the old terms. No, a bonus action is the thing you can do as the extra thing. Uh, action okay. is just you, what you normally do on your turn. You get an action, okay. a bonus action, and a move. Cool. Uh, when you get extra attack, when you take an attack action, you just get to attack an extra time. It's still just one action. Sounds good. Okay, uh, Faustus. Uh, who's been hurt I guess, the... sorry to interrupt you, but uh, as one thought also, applying potions is a bonus action. Okay. Including to someone else? Include, uh, into someone else, I think it's actually a proper action now that you mention it. Okay. Because you have to like go over to them and open their mouth and beat it in. <laughs> Funnily enough, if you move one square northwest, you become safer. So you're saying we need to baby bird Nick. Who elects to baby bird Nick the potion? Do we even have a potion? Everyone has a potion. <laughs> uh, let's see. Which one of these guys has been hurt the most? The one that uh, downed Nick. He has an arrow lodged firmly the back of his skull and has taken a rapier through the gut. Just corner of it, but still the gut. Okay, which one was hurt the least? Uh, the one over by Conrad. It's taken a blow, but not that great of one. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to remember what the we switched screens from the main map. What was that? What was the the lake called? Uh, like Moore, actually, Mauer. Oh, the one close like, to you, Lake Bartok. Uh, I believe it is that actually, Lake Bartok. Because it reminded me of Bartok from Anastasia. The one closest to you. I thought you were referring to the large one. Yes, the one close to you is Lake Bartok. Okay, sorry. One second, checking new rules. Uh. It's a ways off. Like, it's not even particularly best in vision, I will say, though. Right. Uh, I guess he's going to, for the first time, draw his bell and uh, hold it and uh, let it start to ring itself as he uh, speaks command words. I'll cast suggestion on the uh, one engaged with Conrad. Conrad hears the bell and is like, oh, no. Anybody in the know, it just gets a sinking Uh, feeling in the pit of their stomach hearing the bell. What sort of... so, oh yeah. No, never mind. This question can wait till the end of the session. Uh, so what sort of save is that? Uh, wisdom save against fifteen. Against fifteen, and uh, I believe that is a failure. Um. So, uh, how? So is the bell like connected to your staff? Is it or? Uh, no, I figure it's separate. Okay. So, where do you have it kept on your person normally? I say normally he's probably got it kept in probably he's probably got a backpack with a pouch over on top for books and then a pouch he can pull it out of like where a fanny pack would go okay so 
as you unsnap that pouch and hold this bell, the thing you've been working on for quite some time, you've shown some attention to lately, but it seems it's finally time. You pull it out, hand gently caressing over it, and you hear a, as you're just beginning to pull it out, the soft ding, ding. You move it further. And as you channel magic through it, uh, what does suggestion look like? That's a very ephemeral energy one. You just oh, throw the bell at him. Hey, fucko! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Drongus, get on over here. I'd say his eyes probably glow purple, and his face takes on a uh, flat affect, and uh, the target's eyes probably also turn purple for a moment. As he speaks, so, uh, there's a fat pig at Lake Moore. Go find it and kill it. And so how does suggestion work exactly? Uh, you give them one to two sentences of commands. Uh, they you can maintain you can concentrate up to eight hours on it. Jesus, okay. Uh, suggestion must be reasonable. Spell ends after the duration or the completion of their task. Uh, you may specify a conditional uh, command during it, although I didn't in this case. If you or your companions damages the target, the spell ends. Interesting. All right. And what's the range on it? Uh, thirty feet, but. As near as I can tell, once the suggestion is planted, it That's can be conditional, fair. and uh, um, the, some... the, the target must be able to see, understand, or you must be able to see them, they must be able to hear and understand you, they can't be affected, it's immune to charm. Okay. Um, so this one will definitely have some interesting rulings on it at later points, but I definitely agree with how you've used it this time. <laughs> um, so... As your eyes flash with a violet burst of energy, then you see a stiffening from the man in front of you, Conrad. There is a similar flash of violet light from his eyes, though you did not see the one from Faustus. And his tension that he was holding his axe goes slack a bit, and he chokes up his grasp on it to better carry it. But he doesn't seem to be aggressing you at the moment, at least. Let him go, Conrad. What's happening? He's going to Lake Moore to look for pigs. And I think that that will probably be my turn. I don't think you can't do you can't use uh, movement as a defense or anything, can you? As a defense? What yeah, you, like you can't you can't use your move action to like increase your defense or anything. No, that is not a thing. Um, That's be an action thing. You could step uh, a step closer to Conrad because he can defend you if you're within five feet. Um, but beyond that, there's no use for. Uh, just stay where I am. Given the way things have gone, sure. Actually, no. I guess I will. I'll take a step up, up and to the left, just behind Illyria, next and within range of Conrad. <laughs> what are the status conditions you put on yourself, by the way? Th- th- those weren't mine. That was some asshole. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to actually try and keep those clear because they can actually be used to keep track of statuses. <laughs> the snail one was because he was last in initiative order. That's fair, but there are slow conditions. So. <laughs> The face was just because um, he was doing bullshit. I don't know if you're at the chat, but I double checked, and actually, you do add the faint, uh, the oh great, the die so, to damage yeah, so, for faint uh, as well. Cool, I will so add five that. extra. Yeah, yeah. Sorry cool. about that. No worries. That's I, I the, forgot how fucking strong it was. I figured I most of those trigger when you hit. They're very good. Uh, let's see. Dang, you did a lot of damage. Um. All right, so uh, that brings us back to the top of the order, Nick. Uh, make me a death saving throw. All right, kinda Mark. Kind of one of your you death saving before, throws off. You go before the healers, but after, uh, but died after them. 
No, he died before you. I was busy. <laughs> After that last attack, I didn't feel the need to uh, draw an attack of opportunity. Be sure to tell Nick's next of kin that. All right. Um, well, you have a record of rolling pretty good. So, uh, Illyria. I'm going to move over here and do a cure wounds here. All right. Um, uh, okay. Um, I assume my cure wart will work. One sec. Sorry, I was uh, needing to check something. Um, oh, do you need to roll to see if that works? Oh, I assumed I did. I couldn't remember. Most no. most of those spells do right, not. Sweet, unless wonderful. Unless there's something hampering you, you just do it. Okay. Yeah, most of the time that automatically Sorry, you don't works. get sixteen HP. You get ten. Also worth noting, uh, you never go into negative. So if that dropped you past zero, it doesn't matter. You get you're now at ten HP. Nice. Well, you do go negative. It just doesn't count when you get heat. <laughs> Because if you're negative uh, it, your constitution score, you die, don't you? Nope, that's not how it works in this. Um, because the damage doesn't keep stacking up like that. It's only if the damage when you get hit goes past your HP again. So it's only like ludicrous damage that instantly kills you. It, it, it's the, uh, you'll always die if you get a meteor dropped on you. Exactly. Uh, you will always <laughs> die if you like fall from off a mountain. but uh... A particularly vertical mountain. <laughs> basically however um the grinch mountain otherwise any hits you take while down just remove more death saving throws a fjord so uh for example uh and melee attacks against you actually auto crit when you're unconscious so that you lose two it really sucks um anyway though see you are good now so yeah so you're healed for uh 10 hp nick um so larry what do, what color is your Healing energy. Green. What else would it be? <laughs> is this like a emerald green or? Sure. All right. So you back away from Conrad and move over to Nick, who is on the ground, and you place your fingertips against the edge of the large riven piece of his shoulder, and you close your eyes and concentrate for but a moment as emerald energy begins surging up your arms, and then out through your fingertips. You hear few whispers of the spirits that you're calling upon as Nick's flesh begins to knit together and you can see as it goes through the process of scabbing, scarring, and then almost vanishing as his clothes are still torn, but the flesh there at least seems to have been mostly fixed. Nick, you suddenly have an intake of air as you realize that your face is half-crusted with mud as you're over on your side. Where is he? He's mostly dead. Grove did a big number on him. He stands over you. He doesn't seem to be capable of saying words. His eye is still somewhat unfocused, but he snorts as he sees you rise again. With a... <laughs> Wait. Do you know how much this shirt cost, buddy? Okay. Uh, do you have any sort of bonus actions, or are you done? I mean, I could do a bonus spell, but it wouldn't do a whole lot right now. You can also move. Why? Well, oh, I guess I can move. You get the full 30 feet. You can split it up. It's not a game that forces you to stop moving after you can do an action. I will move here to pendingly heal people again. Shoot. Can you, re can you use a bonus action? Can you give up your move action to get another bonus action? You cannot. Oh, then I couldn't do it. You couldn't what? I couldn't have done what I did last round. I realized that transforming is a bonus action. Painting is a bonus action. Oh, well. We'll remember that for next time. That was yeah. a thing to know. Sorry about that. No worries. Um, okay. Uh, so that brings us uh, to the men again. Um, so uh, the one near you, Conrad, um, he just sort of, as he's reassessing the axe on him, 
seems to set it alongside his arm as he like nods to one of the others and then takes uh, quite a few steps off into the distance, uh, seeming to just leave the path entirely, something that most of you would consider extremely unsafe, but he seems confident about what he's doing. Uh, hmm. All right. Uh, if you want, you can uh, perform an attack of opportunity when he leaves. No, seems like he knows what he's doing. Goodbye. Um, I hope there's actually a pit. The one uh, down near Nick, as much as he seems to have loathing eyes towards Nick, is more confronted with the still snarling hound in front of him. So he rakes his axe up from the ground. That is a crit. R.I.P. D.O.G. Uh, that is seven damage. Oh, that's it? He that, that's is a two on the die. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he rolled like tens against it. And then oh. rolled a two on the die against the dog. So, seven damage. Such a dramatic okay. wound. Dog is at nine health. Didn't do that much. Nice. So yeah. He sweeps it sideways and it digs into one of his legs. Uh... You rolls with the blow, however, and comes up back on his feet, continuing to... Uh, then the one near you, Grimhild, uh, struggles against his bindings and doesn't seem to be able to move away, but he still lashes down in his... not quite panic, but more rage with his axe against you. That is a 22. I mean, that'll... Hit. Yeah, I think that hit Can most you people. fight with a 2 out of from all grappled? Uh, he's using it one-handed, so it does less damage. Hmm. It has the ability to be choked, like a lot of battle axes. One day you're going to get hit. D- don't worry, it's not for that much. It's seven. Okay. So he manages with his flailing to sweep it into your side. And you can feel it take the wind out of you and something, not quite break, but <laughs> bruise deeply. You're going to be feeling that for quite some time. Uh, but he doesn't seem to be able to move at all. and just... <sighs> That moves us on to you, Grimhild, now that I have the order, right? Maybe. Yes, it does. I do have okay. the order right. I was saying, I had previously mixed up Grove oh. and you because of just when I was receiving the information. Grappling is really less good than it used to be. It is. Give him the pile driver. I don't have that. Show him that the cream rises to the top. Um. Uh, I will note, just for everyone here, uh, so these men have been using... Uh, Reckless attacks, which does mean you automatically get advantage on them. Oh, nice. That's a mistake on their part. Okay. Uh, this is not uh, counting like saving guess... throws and things, only attacks. Yeah, but my ray attacks would also work on <laughs> This that, is right? correct. How does them being grappled by my weapon work if I'm making attacks against them? Uh, in this case, it would work just fine, as you would essentially just pull farther back on the kind of pull cord that snaps it together. And, okay. or, and or you just essentially move it to the sides is like rubbing something along the inside of a pair of scissors. Okay, I will do that. It continues to do pike damage at this point. Yep, uh, that's a crit. Uh, all right. Uh, so that's going to be just roll the d10 once and then... Uh, yes, and then double that. Five is 13 damage. Uh, I'm going to disarm him because fuck this guy. Okay, so how's that work? D14 strength save. And I do another D8 of damage. Uh, you continue to do the D8 of damage. He, however, passes that. That's five more damage. So a total of 18. Mm-hmm. All right. So as he snarls and whips his axe around, you then just kind of brace yourself back and then pull even farther on the mechanism and kind of shift your pike to the side. As you can see, his body begin to kind of spin in it. The blade's 
further tightening around his arms and digging deep. You hear the sound of it cutting against bone. So you know you're getting deep in there, and you attempt to twist it so the axe falls out of his hands, but he tenaciously holds on to it, though the act of doing so means you peel up about another two inches off his arm. Uh, you did not use a bonus action. Do you have something to do with a bonus action? Not really. Um, okay. Switch to a different weapon, so I can shoot him in the face as well as hit him with an axe. If you want to do that, you can. But... Well, I don't think he's going to run away. So yeah, okay. I'll transform back. Okay. If nothing else, I can just do the transform attack again next round. So you slam the mechanism back into place, and with a brief, another whirring sound of gears against each other, uh, the now quite red blade snap back, and he kind of collapses down, gathers himself for a moment as you snap it back into an axe and bring it back up, choked to the point where it would be useful for you one-handedly. Uh, okay, Grove. I'm muted. Uh, so dog, 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 dog first. first. Yes. Uh, we'll try and get this guy that uh, try to kill Nick. Unfortunately, advantage doesn't stack, so it's only once. Fine. Eight. Uh, no, that does not hit. Once again, he seems Eight. to be dead. Oh wait, no. Right, advantage, of course. Eighteen. Uh, yes. All right. So that definitely hits. And then he has to make a strength test or get. He does have to, to make ground. a strength save. Uh, what's the DC? I think it's fifteen. Let me check really fast. Or do roll the dice. See if you get a reasonable number. Uh, all right. So it's plus four to hit. So I was actually rolling this incorrectly. Oops. Oh well. Um, uh, DC eleven. DC eleven strength fire. Uh, he does pass yes. that, but you still do damage. Okay. Plus six. All right. So you charge it forward once again. Uh. The man attempts to shove him away, but can't get the axe up in time to get the bar once again between him. And use teeth sink deep into his leg, attempt to rend back to knock him off his feet, but he just shakes the dog off as it tears out a chunk of flesh. Uh, however, he seems to be hurt even more. Hmm. They've attacked so far? Hmm? Have they attacked this realm? Oh, yes. They have yeah. already attacked this realm. Okay. Yeah, Grove will call to Nick's like, hey, Nick, do you, do you want to deal with him? I didn't call dibs or anything. Kill him, just kill him. Have a sense of bullets. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, Grove was looking at the field and seeing which one is probably worse for where. Yeah, he'll just yeah, he'll... Um, they're pretty similar, honestly. Yeah, they're pretty much both just limping around. He'll uh, he don't even want to waste an arrow on this. He'll just chuck his axe in the guy, at the guy. Okay. Um, Advantage. So this is... 20 plus 7. 22. That definitely hits. Oh, wait. But still roll to see if you get a crit? No. No. Damage is... Dang it, I was going to pull that move on my turn. <laughs> Duplicate. <laughs> 7 damage. Okay. And this was by the one next to Nick? Yes. Okay. So yeah, he'll, he'll reach into his belt where he has an axe that he barely ever uses because it's just an axe. He prefers to be at a distance. Doesn't want to waste an arrow, though, and just kind of chucks it at it, uh, hitting somewhere. Uh, so you fling the axe and you see it spin end over end in the air and it impacts in between the shoulder blades just off of the spine. As it sinks in he tenses but doesn't seem to move too much and doesn't even turn to face you at this point caught entirely up by Nick still on the ground and the dog that has taken a chunk of his leg. And you done? Yeah. This dude's a fucking trooper man. Holy shit. Pretty strong. Um, okay, that brings us to uh, Conrad. Hmm. Hmm. 
Um, I'm going to move myself between Grimhill and Nick. Take my hand axe and throw it at the same dude. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, do I get advantage? Yes, you do. Good, because six won't do it. Why? Why are you throwing your only weapon? Your backup weapon. Avacyn's his true weapon. I guess you can choke them with a collar or something. Twenty-five probably hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it does. And it hits for nine damage. All right. And this is the one next to Nick still. Yes. All right. Now beginning to resemble some sort of macabre pincushion. <laughs> you twirl your axe in a similar fashion to that already done by uh, Grove. And with more force and less deftly, it embeds itself into his chest. He sinks down a bit, the weight of all these things upon him dragging his form down. But he still stands, teeth bared, as he stares you down. Uh, bonus action? Anything? Um, bonus. Do your eyes get really wide as a bonus action? Is this fucker still up? No, I'll just use it to uh, speak. Look, you're th- we all know you're dead. You're just the last to figure it out. <laughs> Better dead than done. Oh, we can talk. I was beginning to wonder if I'd have to cast Talk to Animals to speak with Oh, no, that's rude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Faustus. Yeah, so he's going to uh, watch the man walking away and then turn to uh, the one next to Grimhild, probably, and cast a... He'll stick his hand out and cast Ray of Sickness at her. At, at him, not Grimhild. Oh no, Grimhild! <laughs> Look out, but betrayal! I was about to, yeah. I was like, what? I was oh, going to be The sudden betrayal has finally happened! <laughs> Hold out the so soon. Well, to be, be fair, he's just what he's going to do. Which is murder the shit out of him. <laughs> when at this point. Alright, so uh, roll with advantage. It, it's the guy next to Nick and the Wolf that's taken a beating and a half and still yeah, standing. Yeah, they're both hurt, right? but that one is more, uh, more hurt. <laughs> okay, well, I want to hurt the uh, like another half again least hurt. injured again. Sure. And well, the least injured walking away. Well, yeah. No, I, I'm joking. Good. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, alright. So, do I get advantage on that? Yes, you do. Uh, the 17 is almost certain to hit. The 3 is not. So The 17 does hit. All right, and so I roll 2d8, and he has to make a constitution save against 15. Nine poison damage, and he has to make a constitution save against 15. And he fails that. Okay, uh, he gets poisoned. He gets disadvantage on all attacks and skills. Yep. Um, I have to and double check on duration. Nine yeah, nine poison damage. Okay. Yeah, it's, sorry, I didn't write down the duration on the poison. Let me I think it's that. until next turn. Like until your next turn? He'll say poison's the end till the end of my next turn, yeah. Yeah. So uh you extend your finger and concentrate briefly on that miasma that you can feel in the air and in the world. And another line of sickly green energy sights from it. You trace it just up his torso. As you begin to see it get towards his head, you can see his eyes begin to swim and his skin start turning and odd black crackening where you trace across him. He looks near to vomit, but doesn't. Instead, shakes his head and braces himself, but his eyes are swimming. You can even see from this distance. Anything as a bonus action? 
no, I, unless I don't think you have to spend a bonus action to maintain concentration. But you're correct. I, concentration yeah. only breaks if you get hit. You choose to stop, or you cast another concentration spell. Yeah, which means, funnily enough, if say I hold it for eight hours, if the spell ends, we know he got his pig. <laughs> I mean, he could have also died in the process, right? Uh, I suppose that that is hit by anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he gets hit by the pig, that stops it. <laughs> then he probably wants to fight the pig. Um, all right, so that brings us back up to Nick. Actually, getting hit by the pig, funnily enough, would not stop it. It's only if I or a companion hurts oh. him. He oh, would act, your best uh, friend, the pig. He would. I assume he would still act, you know, to preserve himself within the duration of the... Uh, he would act, he would act to preserve himself within the conditions of the spell, and also a an, a suicidal order or one that became suicidal would presumably instantly fail. So if I ordered him to walk up to the pig and yeah. be unarmed as soon as he got hit, um, but yeah, sorry. I, I will also note that um, when it comes to reasonable suggestions, sometimes I will be kind of tight about that when it comes to like combat behaviors. But he didn't necessarily like these guys that much. They don't yeah. have much loyalty. <laughs> No, I didn't figure, you know, how it'd be anticlimactic as hell to use it on a major villain, but... Just letting you know ahead of time, for Clay's yeah. sake. All right. But no, <laughs> like, he's fine with this. But yes, Nick, it's your turn. Get up, brush himself off. Uh, well, let's see how it rolls. You have advantage on both of them. Reckless attacks are real double-edged sword. And uh, the 14 doesn't hit, right? It does hit, actually. Okay. And one sec. Roll again just to see if you crit. Yeah. Uh tell me if this kills him at all. Uh once I roll the dice here. <laughs> the exact same, okay. Uh yeah, so he's gonna just walk up, grab him by the shoulder, and just put the rapier in his chest. Uh okay, so that one will kill him, so you could actually you feasibly use your movement to move to the second one and hit him with that, actually. Oh, alright. Since it is using your bonus action to attack and not your attack action for the second one. Okay, well, I deal one damage to the other one then. Because uh, <laughs> that was... That was Holy shit. So, done with any of this bullshit, you just step forward to this man who's currently tangling with the dog, just put a hand on his shoulder and drive your rapier through his chest directly where you know his heart is. There's a shock in his eyes before he just slumps down, and you use that slumping motion to allow him to fall off your rapier. He takes most of the blood with it as he begins exsanguinating against the ground, and you calmly step between Conrad and Grimhild and move to the second one and just whip your other sword against him. It doesn't seem to sink in deeply as you catch him as he's swaying to the side in his drunken, off-put state, but you definitely still get a slight nick against the side. A slight nick? A slight nick. That's you, but able, thinner. That, that's how he's able to fit between me and Grimhild. <laughs> I remember to do anything that forces him to make a skill check. Like, uh, don't faint force that? Uh, I don't know. Save, saving throws are not skill checks. Yeah. Oh, However, yeah. contests are. There's there's varying things that can trigger things. So just grappling. <laughs> Everyone get up a tree. I hate grappling so much. Every time. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, Illyria. Okay. How much health do we assume the dude by the? Oh, the dog's already dead. Never mind. Lots. Yeah. Um. The one over here by Nick is nearly dead. Uh, he is quite That's hurt, yes. Mind. The other one is currently being told to go off to a lake somewhere else and hunt a pig. 
Okay, I was trying to remember which ones were alive, which ones were... That's why know. I have the handy-dandy status marks. Yes. I'll move over here next. Nick, what do I want to do? Let's just... Let's do shillelagh. Let's make my quarterstaff a bitch. Uh, what sort of action does it take to do that? It's only a bonus action. Okay, so you can still hit within the same turn. Yeah. Um, nature's power, spell casting instead of strength for attack, which is nice. <laughs> Because I don't have strength. Okay. So, you set your hand against the side of your quarterstaff. Not the one holding it, but the other one. And press it against the top. You can see a kind of gasp of green energy in the face of some being. You're not sure if it's entirely animal or human. But a spirit you call upon, and you see its glow as it sinks into it. There seem to be a few sprigs of leaves that begin encircling it. And you know it is filled with the power of them. Six damage! (laughs) Wait, uh, roll to hit again. You get advantage. Cause oh, I do? He's reckless. Let's see. Just to see if it's a crit. Yeah, I know. I'm like, let's see. No. It is not. Okay. And you just bring it up against the side of his head. There is a thwack as you hear the kind of meaty noise and bone against the wood of your staff. And he reels uh, his head as it was already swimming as he just is sort of drifts to one side with the blow before using his weight to balance back out. Oh man, it doesn't kill him. Damn. Okay, uh, the Berserker's turn. Um, he's really angry at Grimhild, I guess. Um, he'll make this reckless to attack at just I normal. a reaction. Oh? I'm going to use protection on Grimhild. Okay, so it goes back to being disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Stack up those disadvantages until his <laughs> advantage is still disadvantaged. <laughs> color would you see these berserkers are red you just uh, give her protection from whatever color they are <laughs> if they were in magic color they would most certainly be red yeah, yeah he just gave grimhild protection from red until end of turn <laughs> one sec uh that is a 14 uh no that doesn't okay so uh despite his somewhat weaving he then pulls up the axe a bit back to a longer reach and then makes just a kind of wild swing using the what body mass he can to fulcrum it towards you but as he begins to do so conrad you just kind of interpose your shield into the path he was intending to take so he lowers and attempts to sweep low but misgaging this in his stupor it begins to drag across the ground carving a mark into the dirt and it stops before it even reaches your boot And so that brings us to Grimhild. You still have advantage to attack him because he still confirmed a reckless attack before he got turned back into disadvantage. (laughs) I'm going to hit him with the axe and also so the axe got a 16 to hit. That hits. Crossbow got a 17 to hit. That also hits. Both hit. So for the axe that's the 8. In axe mode yeah, one eight. Okay. Nice, nice. Doing good. And it's gonna be one d six plus two. Wow. Shit. All right. How Max damage. <laughs> uh, I swing the axe and it catches him in the side, and then he takes his free hand and he grabs the haft of the axe there, so he can just swing at me with impunity. And then he sees my crossbow raised to his face. Good night. And with a thunk, the bolt just, yeah. 
nails him to the forehead. He struggles to put a hand onto the axe and has this almost like sick sense of desperate victory as he looks up and stares directly down the shaft of the bolt. His eyes attempt to flicker up to your face, but before they're even given a chance, the spray of gray matter from the rupturing forehead falls to the sides, and his hands still set upon the handle just kind of go slack, and he stumbles, only supported briefly by the weight you're allowing him to have on your axe. You pull it back. He falls and slumped to the ground. Oh, and the other man moved another 30 feet into the woods. <laughs> Well, Conrad, it seems you have another uh, your choice of temporary axes now. Yes, as I was thinking. Thank you. Does it seem like things are resolved? As long as as, I... as far as as long as Faustus keeps concentrating on that other man, it seems so. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I keep oh. concentrating all day. Doric. Oh man. Assure you that they're real, real sharp. Yeah, I'll go over to the down one, pull out my hand axe and his battle axe. His battle axe is in poor it, it's interesting it's in poor repair by what you would consider quality for an axe sure. but it is definitely kept lethal it is not kept in pristine or the best blade but it is kept heavy and it is chipped and serrated at edges almost but there are enough points where it is quite sharp and has enough weight to it that you could split a skull out too much it's not a perfect weapon but it's brutal i can use it for now Faustus will quietly put his uh, bell back in its pouch. Nick, how are you feeling? I'm better. On a, scale of, on a scale from 0 to 21. Uh, and I feel this, a scale of 0 to 22 is more appropriate. For some reason, I can't determine, and I'm at about a 10. Oh, I was close. <laughs> All right. Lay down for a moment. I, before you do this, when does uh, your lay on hands recover? Um, on long rest. You could potentially just take a short rest to heal up that amount of damage that Nick has. Yeah, sure. I say we sit down for a minute, catch our breath. Oh man, if I knew we were going to do short rest, I would have just used more maneuvers. I mean, my you could search. also just feed him like your HP, like potions. Like I'm just saying, these are the ways you heal people. Yeah. I forget, do any spells come back on short rest? Uh, only for mm-hmm. warlocks and wizards can regenerate a certain amount. I don't think clerics or druids do, but I might be mistaken about clerics, but I know druids, druids don't. Druids sometimes get some abilities, like Circle of the Moon I think gets some other shapeshift shit back. Yeah, yeah, they get different things back depending on what you take, but by default I don't believe so because okay. they... I, I didn't think so, but maybe I didn't read close enough was the answer. Yeah. Um, as no, long days like are the main thing that balances out spell users. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I, get to re- re- I get to recover two spell levels at Yeah, present. wizards are so focused only around spells that they actually get a few back. But it's specifically part of my spellcasting description under the spellcasting ability. Grimhill, I can transform yeah. it at the end of the swing to like take the blood off. And this kind of looks at it with the... Oh, this thing's alright. Faustus? Yes, Conrad? He's, he sits on the ground and pulls out his spell book and starts looking through it. I realize the weight of that bell. I'm aware. How many evils do you know that serve good? Not as many as I'd hope. How many do you need? Right now, I'd like one. You know what I'm here for. This is what I have to do. Right. Toys and tricks aren't going to make this work. I understand. Yes, I am aware. And he looks back down to his spell book. He's doing arcane recovery during the short rest. Okay, so if you're taking a short rest, an hour passes. Uh, you can do things during this hour, just nothing strenuous. I immediately uh, fall if, unconscious for an hour. <laughs> if, 
if anyone wants to recover HP, you can spend hit dice. Hit dice are equal to your level, and you should have different ones based on your class. Um, when you spend it, you roll, and then uh, what you get plus your constitution modifier, you recover in health. I will spend one and heal up to full. You can spend as many as you want. Uh, worth noting, they are out full. for the rest of the day. Cool. I'm just going to use my second wind. What? That is an option, actually. Because <laughs> I get it back. And, yeah, that's uh, fair. Yeah. So instead of sitting and resting, you get to heal and then rest so that you can rest again. So you can heal while you're resting, rest while you're healing. I heard you like, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, all get right. Back, get back up there, Nick. I guess I'm going to check the bodies while we're sitting there, kind of see if there's anything I can learn about them, either from the ground, their weapons, or what we're about to do. Okay. Uh, make me an investigation check. Plus three. Oh. 21. Uh, you look them over and turn them and take look closer at their clothing. They seem to be dressed in hides and furs of the animals local to the area, uh, primarily the large boars and wolves. Uh, they seem to have a number of like different jewelry made of teeth and stone and bits of wood, a very deep red wood. Uh, most of it is carved with some symbols that you don't quite recognize. They seem old, though. S not savage exactly, but primitive at the very least. Simple. As you're looking through more of them, you find not too much about their persons. Um, you do find what comes out to be, between the two, 43 pieces of electrum and one somewhat chipped ruby about an inch across. Uh, beyond that, they just seem to have the large axes, nothing else on them. Um, the axes are tied up in leather from animals and have a few pieces of bone and teeth sticking off the top. Nothing that seems to have would be damaged by the dirt other than the actual fabric that they wear. Well, fabric as a sword in the hides. Uh, you do note, however, the type of camouflage they have on them further than just the dirt. And you feel like whatever parts may end up sticking out, either for breathing or for uh, where they're preparing to settle down, you could probably spot better in future. Ugh. Don't you hate when you take a weapon to someone and the hilt is all sweaty? <laughs> Nothing about all the blood covering it? No, that's normal. Which one did you take? Did you take the one that had, like, killed Nick? <laughs> yeah, actually. Because that's what my hand axe was into. So can we tell if these people were, like... I thought you said they were, uh, pr uh, primitive? They can talk. Well, I know that, but I mean, I'm trying to get it. Are they straight human, or...? Uh, yeah. They seem to be human. I'm, I'm trying to figure out some, if Maurer fucked with them in, like, a laboratory. As far as you can tell, they seem to be... They're just stentian. <laughs> that's my line. <laughs> oh, wow. It took a moment for me to like, process all of it. <laughs> They're free to leave whenever you'd like. No. Do I have enough time during the short rest after healing to uh, to cast a 10-minute spell? Or do we have to wait an additional 10 minutes? It's an hour for a short rest. Uh, and it was like around, I think it's 45 minutes. That has to be non-strenuous. So what are you doing? Just casting a meditative spell. Sure, that's doable. Is this a thing that is a ritual, or...? Uh, I don't think it counts as a ritual. Also, yeah, I don't think you have ritual spell casting no. as a paladin, do you? No, just gonna cross my legs, sit down, meditate, and sort of not nudge over at Grove. Hey, Grove. Yes, Conrad. You're good with animals, right? Yes. 
a little too good by some people's opinions. Would you like to meet one of my friends? Illyria would be so jealous right now. He gives you a look of that's conf- it's the look of like yes and then no and then yes. So yes. And I'll finish casting fine steed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Damn it. This beefy ass pure white celestial warhorse comes out from the tree line. <laughs> so is it solid white all of it? Yes. Including eyes. Yes. Okay. Creepy AF. Uh, now, question also, it can does talk it, to me. Does it glow? If it does, it's not like it's radiant light. It won't illuminate things for you. But does it glow? Um, it probably has that sort of look about it. It's not like it has like ex- someone cranked the bloom up. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like a horse. Maybe that real soft. So okay, okay. So does it? So does it look like completely normal other than the crazy white, or does it like have like wisps around it, or what makes it seem strange? It's uh, your horse. You get to choose. Hmm. You could also choose an animal that isn't technically a horse, but I think you want the horse. I like yeah, the war- horse it, idea. A horse of a different color? It's a horse of a pretty similar color. It probably has a bit of a soft glow to it. It's only really noticeable when it's, like, backdropped by something dark. Which, you're in the Stencia Woods. Yes. So. Uh, also, I guess I should mention this. While you're resting, uh, those of you that are nature know to probably move those bodies away off to the side, because the pigs will come for them. <laughs> oh, more pigs. Oh god, the other guy's gonna come back with them. <laughs> I found them! <laughs> They're my friends now! <laughs> yeah, no, I think, yeah, after, the, the, that's what Grove is doing after the investigation, is going, like, toting them off to the side and probably picking some sticks so we can have some live wood in case weird shit happens. Like, Illyria, when you pull that horse out, she's just, like, she looks like a five-year-old in their first time in Toys R Us, like, oh, it's so pretty! It's what type of horse? Uh, horse, I assume big and beefy. Clydesdale or something a little less. Uh, just a big oh, old a draft horse. horse. It's, it's, it's really. a war horse, so real big. Mm-hmm. Real big, but also made to be a bit smoother than a Clydesdale because it would also move faster. Yeah, it's got six intelligence. Yeah, I that's... can't talk to it then. God damn it! No, I can. Just... Wait a second, though. Does it only talk to you? Is it like mental, or does it actually talk? Um, it doesn't talk to anybody. It understands one language, and I can communicate with it telepathically. Gotcha. Uh, it what language like does it understand? Right? What, what was that, Josh? What? And Susan? A Destrier, maybe? Destrier. I was asking, what language does it speak? Well, given that I only speak common and infernal, probably common. <laughs> infernal. But it understands us. Oh, yeah. No, I yeah, guess. It, it understands you. You just can't, like, converse with it. <laughs> Can I? Well, you do the same thing. <laughs> no, we do it differently. We do it differently. I don't know. Look it up. I don't know what your rules are. Yes. Yeah, yeah Grove will. Yeah, like that. Stand, standard medieval night war horse. Described by contemporary sources as the great horse. Mm-hmm. The gross. The great horse. Derived from vulgar Latin dexterous, meaning right-sided. Oh, fuck you. Why can't there be any more v- vicious or whatever the fuck left-handed is? Sinister? sinister? God damn it. Why can't I remember words anymore? <laughs> yeah. Dexter and Sinister. Where's the Sinister horse? <laughs> Moore has one. Yeah, so now I have, a fi- I, I have a horse until it dies somehow. Can it die? Yeah, it's got 19 HP. But then you can just resummon it. It's not actually dead. Saying, like it doesn't yeah. die. I'm finally tougher than someone in the party. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tougher than you? I'm tougher than the horse. No, you Oh, what's, uh... 
I'm a 54. I think you're the most durable. I know, but what's use was... HP? It's four times max. Oh, it's at 20. Use at 20. Oh my god. Yeah, but we're close, Josh. But you're getting, you're gaining like one HP on me every uh, level. Nice. You get the, you get the same. You have the same hit dice, and you have one more Constitution bonus. Yeah, yeah. You have higher AC than me. Yeah, I have eighteen. So that's handy. Yeah, I, I don't feel like uh, emasculated or anything. I still got these sweet spells. I'm a war horse now. Basic horse. I mean, it's not like ill. I mean, it's ill, but it's not. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> ill. <laughs> it's sick, but not. Damn it. <laughs> Curse you, vernacular. Why do you always break down? <laughs> this horse is busted. No, not broken. Well, it's broken, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I just sort of walk Ruprecht around. What's its name? Ruprecht. What's that mean in German? I actually don't know. It's just a name I like. But I assume it had <laughs> some meaning if you thought of it. Uh, let's see. I mean, it's I mean, a name it that's does. Been... I'm going to call him... Uber, okay, I am 100% ready now, I... so does everyone have all their stuff together? I'm ready, yeah. Tosses? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ruprecht means bright fame. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, cool. Bright what? Bright fame. fame. No. So, having resolved your rest and feeling like you have legitimately learned from these experiences, um, you pick yourselves up and once again head uh, continuing on your route. The path here is mostly dirt, and you know to keep an eye out for any areas like you had seen previous men in the dirt <laughs> uh for the next mile you keep eyes out for the similarly lumpy road but none of them seem to be the same as you saw previous uh as you get to the end of there it opens up into a large area uh you can see many fields and a large uh building not necessarily a manor at the end uh so as you come off the old somber road uh the road from dirt begins turning into mostly mud, honestly. And in this meadow with the fields, uh, you see another branch. One heads west further into a valley, and then the other one is the one that then becomes part of the meadows. There's a light drizzle of rain beginning to fall, and you can see unpainted fences uh, around the edges of the trail, and they're kept around pieces of the fields. The fog takes on strange, strident forms as it swirls between the neatly tended rows of grapevines. Here and there, you can see some uh, rope-handled half-barrels that are clearly used for hauling grapes, some desiccated inside of them. North of the trail, there's a large uh, strand of trees, and there's a man over there. He wears a dark cloak, deep gray, not quite black. He has a cowl over most of his face, and he stands there. And as soon as you enter the area, he makes a sweeping motion with his arm towards him. He repeats this a few times. I'll take it. You go there? Yeah. Cool. What about everyone else? Sure. How's this a walk over also? Sure, sure. I will ride. But something doesn't accidentally kill our road. <laughs> <laughs> do you ride at the same pace as everyone else or do you run right ahead? No, I'll ride with him. Great. Now you're uh, just so yeah. As you trot along with them, um, you arrive at the uh, edge of the strand of trees, and as you approach, you see uh, a group of more people come and step out of there. Uh, five people, in fact. The fr- frontmost is an older man with uh, deep brown skin, wearing a green 
robe almost. It's green-gray. It was hard to tell at the distance as it blended into the line of dirt and trees. But you can see pieces of silver stuck to it and a small packet aside with a silver teapot adjacent to it and a few small pieces of silverware. These are my kind of people using silver to show their goodness. His face is ragged and he has a loose, unkempt silver beard and a large trail of hair as he leans on a very heavy walking stick. Uh, the others around him, there are uh, a man, quite uh, solid in build, similar dress, similar skin tone, with a much neater beard, uh, though a bit disheveled in his clothing as well. Uh, another man, a bit younger than him, uh, much cleaner shaven almost completely, other than the showing of stubble. Uh, a woman, uh, a bit portly, uh, but seems to hold herself well. The same skin tone once again, and a single streak of paler gray through her hair. Despite this, she seems to be young in skin. And once again, one more man, though he is of a much even darker skin complexion, nearly just, just uh, black in tone. Not actual black. <laughs> black is the term we know. Um, with a shaved head and uh, a neat beard. So, what brings you to the winery? That's just a look at Conrad. We heard there was an interruption in delivery. We were making sure everything was okay. <laughs> I was wondering when someone would check it out. No, things are not quite okay as it would be. Well, I... <laughs> excuse me, I have not introduced myself. I'm Davian Martikov. And he lifts one hand, slightly shaking off the edge of his walking stick and offers it to whoever seems to be standing most forward. Reach down off the horse. Conrad's dark hurts. A pleasure. So, unfortunately, the vineyard has been seized. Those savages from the woods. Rituals of blood. They didn't like what we were doing to the land, not at all. Farming is a disgrace to them. So this is your uh, establishment? Yes. We have been working it for quite some time. Many. Many years. Do we get a name for who owned this place? Or like that? A uh, name before you did not in particular. However, um, I'm not sure if there's a particular thing for uh, remember checks, but uh, probably an int. Uh, yeah, for... just give me an give me an int roll. Can I uh, do an insight check here? Because the dude seems fucked up. Sure. That, that, that was my next approach, but yeah, let me. Uh, so I, have, I have proficiency on it. So, yeah, I'll insight it. Yeah. Like 15. Get this int first. 17. 17 for the int check? 19. 19 for the int check. Uh, you didn't necessarily get a name for the man who ran this place, but you did get a name of the man who sent you out here was Erwin uh, uh, Martikov. And this definitely at least is the same last name. And they have similar skin tones and color design choice for their clothing. Less purple, but... The same green. Okay, because sure, it wasn't it wasn't like he was like, well, my family is fucked up out there. He didn't explicitly say that. Yeah, okay. That's kind of weird, but I guess on the wall. Um, as for those of you making insight checks, this man is tired. He seems to have been out in the woods for a while, at least. All of you passed, by the way. That made the check. Um, he seems tired. His clothes are disheveled, and they seem to have been carrying on well enough, as it is. 
but uh, they don't seem necessarily the best off. This is not a way that someone is used to living indoors, even if they work the land is used to. They don't seem like, you know, possessed. I mean, not in particular. <laughs> what does a possessed person seem like? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if they're crazy because of magic or crazy because they got left alone in the woods for too long. Do they seem crazy? Uh, Your voice was voice, a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, I can see the voice being interpreted as crazy. No, these guys are just old and shaky. Old. That's fine. Old, angry, tired. No, no, you did the kind of I'm kind of crazy voice. That's your interpretation, I guess. <laughs> he got a little crazy, bread in your voice. <laughs> no, um, hmm. Now, Grove will uh, step forward, show his, uh, show his silver off to these guys. Ah, uh, yes, Grove speaks authentic frontier too, brave. <laughs> <laughs> these are uh, my people. The man politely, like, uh, shifts his hands around his staff to show a single notch of silver set into the top of it, though the amount of silver coating his back would generally have been a good enough sign. Uh, yes, sir. Told to come here. Can you give us some more information? I think we're here to help. We dealt with a couple of, I'm guessing, the same individuals on the way here. Give us a brief description of the three dirtmen that are now two dirtmen and a pig chaser. It was a while back still. About five days ago was when they took the place proper. They'd been sieging us, finding every opportunity to overthrow any outgoing affairs. The carts they took off for their own purposes, I do not know where. But the wine they're against, and every society has been feeding off our wine for a long time, which angered them. Uh, one of their men stands up. They took the place a little while back. It was simple. They came in. They had weapons. They had creatures forged from twigs, vines, needles. We're not fighters. We're craftsmen. We did our best. But there were many of them. The creatures, the twigs, witch work? Or actual weapons? Weapons? It, sorry, bad, bad phrase. Um, were they actual creatures? Were they... They seemed alive. They moved alive. But they followed their bid. Hmm. We left. We survived. But we can only survive so long. Which is why it seems it's good for us that such well-armed individuals have arrived. Seems you're an inquisitor, yes? Indeed. Good. Someone finally got through to the church for once. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure a simple road watcher would have been enough. So the fact that you're here is good for us. But how many of them? At least three, maybe four of the wielders themselves. Wielding magics. Controlling things around them. Producing barriers of sound. But as for the creatures, I'm not sure. Faustus. Yes. Do you believe that if we were to remove the casters, the creatures would be nullified? It depends on their nature. At the least, they would not be controlled. I suppose that will have to suffice. They may yet do damage, but not with the intensity of guidance by a human. Very well. Does anyone here have an objection to helping? No, stopping the flow of wine is pretty much the most evil thing you could do. (laughs) Valeria. While this entire conversation is happening, you notice uh, something that is a bit peculiar and quiet. That gathered around this uh, small clearing in the trees where you are meeting, uh, up on some of the branches directly over these individuals, 
uh, are a series of ravens, small ones though, young. There are what seem to be uh, four of them there, different sizes. Okay. They are very quiet, not making a single noise, and they seem to be watching a group intently. Because I spend so much time in the woods, do I get like a vague idea of how they feel about these people? Um, you could roll an insight check. Yeah, I like rolling dice. Nope. Those are just ravens. They're ravens. They seem a bit uh, braced where they are, but beyond that, you can't really tell. It's raining. They're small. I'm, gonna put I'm not my sure what all goes into that. Any of them want to come down and like be a little friend? Uh, none of them move your direction. The the largest one moves a slight bit in front of the smaller ones, however. No, small bird, baby. <laughs> Do you say that out loud? No, that's Illyria's inner monologue. <laughs> I'm gonna totally be the weird person here and cast Speak to Animals. <laughs> Talk to these cuties because they need to be spoken to. And I don't get to cast enough spells anymore. What are you casting? Speak with Animals. Okay. And she's gonna be like, hey, what's up? Hmm. Food! Do you see? <laughs> you see, uh, all of them kind of take another step back down the line, and the one most forward tilts his head far to the side. You don't get an answer, but it's interesting how they moved. It's not how a normal animal, when you would talk to them, would move. Do you understand me? What are you? I'm a human. Who's <laughs> special? What are you? Just a raven. You're a very special raven. I haven't seen any like you before. Nope, just a raven. Hmm. I have treats if you want to come down here. It, one got of a little bit of meat. One of the smaller ones pokes up its head off the side, and the largest one puts its wings as large as possible, which are still smaller, much smaller than a regular raven, but blocks off its view. I'm not going to hurt anyone. I just want to say hello. You are also very pretty. I just kind of back up against the twig. To everyone else! <laughs> <laughs> this is weird AF. Illyria has been making a few, like... Oh. <laughs> No, the cute little chirps. Uh, everyone, all of the other people there, look at her very strangely. <laughs> You're going to get used to it. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, you do. It just takes a little while. Also, you can think. He just sa- says telepathically to the horse, it'll be alright. <laughs> Was the horse even worried? Can the horse answer back to you telepathically, or is it only one way? Um, this is, it can, like use body language, but it says it understands language, and I can communicate with it telepathically. Oh, but I believe that's the same phrasing they use for familiars. Okay. Whatever you believe. Um, it has six intelligence, so I don't doubt it. Look at my horse. My horse is amazing. Give it a look. <laughs> it tastes like raisins. I'm confident you will choose well, given course of action at any time. If you say it's fine, then it's fine. Illyria is also excited to talk to the horse at some point, but that's not, like, the big focus right now. The horse says, I'm a horse. Why are you asking me for advice? I'm a horse. (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally a horse. (laughs) Go talk to a human. She's gonna, Um, like, walk ever so slightly closer to the ravens, but, like... I'll give you the best uh, advice you ever had. The old man, like extends his walking stick to kind of block off your path. So kind of glare at him like, what? Do not antagonize animals around you. I'm not. 
It's fine, sir. She's elusive. Can he also... doesn't. He doesn't shift his gaze from Illyria. She's glaring right back. Something's wrong with them. They're not right. If you wish to help us, you may wish to help us. He says, off, directed off to the side, loud enough that everyone can hear. But his eyes not shifting. Or else you may leave. Something is messed up with those birds. Are you okay. saying that out loud? Yes. I'm gonna roll an insight check on this. This is seeming odd. <laughs> sure. Oh, by the way, if it ever if it if it ever comes up, um, horses pass perceptions eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, what is wolf's passive perception? Um, Wiz plus ten would be it for him. Insight twenty four. It's sixteen for passive perception. Oh jeez, the... good dog. Still in the detective the berserkers, but still pretty good. Yeah, I think that's the best in the party. Um. Yeah, Grove doesn't care. Animals are talking. Okay, <laughs> so weird. whatever. This is odd how he's standing this, but you can tell from looking at him that he is holding himself defensively. Like, but not, it doesn't seem to be directed towards himself. He seems to be like actually opening up. He seems a bit off balance now that he's raised his staff in the way, but he is very directly putting himself in the way of the birds. Does it look like he's like trying to defend the birds from Illyria? Yes. If we are to help you, we need to understand the whole story. Did you do anything to those birds? The birds you got were... us here. The birds probably are fine, Illyria. No, they're not. They aren't acting like birds. You have the whole. If you wish to assist, that is fine. But if you are going to stay here and antagonize us and the animals here, I would request you leave. Our aid is not a courtesy from you to us. I am an inquisitor, and I will have the full story. I do not bow to the church, insolent pup. I am happy to receive your help, as you are meant to help the countrymen. If you are wishing not to help, that is your prerogative. I am defending everything that is my home. Now, if you want to help, you can choose to. I was willing to offer you rewards or thanks, but as it is, I am running out of patience. I am happier to die in the woods than to be antagonized by those such as you. One of the other men stands up and like puts his hands on the older man's shoulder. Father, no, I will not bow to those just because they wield holy. They are not better than you. I am not pulling rank on you. That is what it seems to appear. I say I'm an inquisitor only because my job is to understand. I have told you everything about your job. Like, Lyria is really furious right now, and like, she's looking at Grove like, I'm about to smack a bitch, like, something's really fucking wrong. Everyone, I leave it to you. Are you willing to aid this man on incomplete information? Uh, why won't you tell us what's going on with the birds? That's Don't know. Question. Something's fucking wrong with them, though. That's all we're asking for, man. Nick kind of walks forward towards the old man. Just want to know what the deal with the birds is. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but they might have been what brought us here, so we'd like to know why that might be. We're not going to kill them. I'm going to hurt them, but <laughs> we need to know exactly what's happening so that we can understand the problem. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, and if you just keep that information to yourself, then we can walk on. Oops, I was muted. Uh, make a persuasion check at disadvantage. Disadvantage? Wow! That's basically how you do situational modifiers in fifth, I think. Yeah, mathematically, it basically works out to a minus three, but uh, it doesn't feel that way. Also practice, helps get rid of failure. crits, also. <laughs> In practice, it's a natural one every time. Ow! <laughs> That's still a 10, but... Respectable. 
he looks your direction, still a very indignant face. They are important to family and home. These animals come from here. They belong here. They are ours to care for. Ow. Then why don't they talk like real ravens? Have you ever talked to a pet versus a wild animal? Yes. Different intonations. Mm, It's more like they're trying to prove that they're ravens. I mean, have you ever had... Again, pet versus a wild thing. I'm sure they've been picked on that they're not real ravens by other uh, ravens. Just let them be. They're young. One of them meows. (laughs) Now that's not normal! (laughs) No, this no one, Jerry, that's not the... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this has not happened in rehearsal. Do I know anything about this? Like, homestead birds or something? Bird uh, animal wild? Actually, does Grove know something about that? I'm not even going to roll. I actually have animal handling. Same here. Grimheld, you are the only one that could do this since you're from here. Roll Arcana. Ooh. Oh, God. I mean, I have animal handling, too. It's like, what I, I do? I have a 19, motherfucker. <laughs> do you have any in also to help change that one way or another? Or just so I know. I don't. I rolled a natural 19, and I think that's pretty good. No, it is. I just wanted to check. Okay. Um, there is a thing. It's told in stories. You didn't even think it was true. But it is a rumor known in Stensia that there are those that are not quite human, but they are not monsters like many of the other things that aren't. They are born, in a sense, blessed by the fact that they are given good luck by being born under Raven, and that they have influence with Ravens. They have their souls are part Raven. To be as defenseless as this, this is the only thing you could possibly consider. You're not sure of all that is true about this. The ones who are of this are known as the Order of the Raven. It is a thing told of in scant bedtime stories. Those, and even those, are generally either uncommon or hushed. But they're they're usually known as either a force for good or just keep to themselves? Yes, pretty much. They have never been, in the stories at least, they are at worst selfish. Mm. And at best uh, distant heroes, essentially aid to those who need it. You're uncertain of what all it means, what all it could be, even if this is technically it, but if there was ever a time for this to be something. Yeah. It also helps explain how they're kind of in the middle of fucking nowhere and have been to go until recently. It would also explain why there were so many ravens around their family's establishment. Yeah. And he'll just kind of look at the other and... Nah, this checks out. Let's go. Let's help him out. One moment, then. I'll turn to the old man. I don't think she says it like that precisely, but... I'm sorry. I was trying to think of a good phrase it and failed. I apologize for any offense we may have caused. We were simply trying to protect ours, just as you protect yours. He pauses. I think that's part of the problem. The church always protecting theirs. His face... Solemn. Though he uh, he cracks to just the slightest corner of his mouth into a smile uh, at... Grimhild's comment. I appreciate the apology. If you wish to help us, if you wish to be our saviors, I appreciate it. I genuinely, that is all I ask. We are happy to help. He nods. <laughs> then, I, I, I should sit, but, uh, Davian, give, give them a key. Uh, the man with the larger beard 
steps forward and fishes into his pocket and pulls out a large iron key. This should allow you to get inside. I would really help you with that, but a few entrances. Really, anywhere would do. I wouldn't know where they would be. Most of the wine is either kept in the loading bay. A few of them that might be full. There's the. There's also down in the cellar quite a few bottles of stuff. Um, That's what they would be antagonizing. Hmm? They have any reason to be in the upper part of the house? Is it a multi-level kind of thing? Or? It is. There are uh, three cellar, I suppose. The ground floor, which is the most expensive, and the second story has bedrooms and a printing press. Also a crane to help move things from a few locations. Lower them onto the cards that come in, you see. Is there any reason for them to be on the, uh, the upper floors? Is there anything... Uh, I guess maybe if they're sleeping, they might use the bedrooms. But, uh... They despise most things we stand for. So what they would do there is really anything. I couldn't tell you. Okay. Uh, you mentioned a, a, a crane. Is it, is it like open on the inside? Or, uh... there's, there's a large hole about 10 feet across. Not quite that. You could... Uh, it, it moves a bit from here and there. It's not expansive. It simply exists to... Uh, help heft casks onto carts. It's nothing complicated. Yeah, no, no. Just, just thinking of advantageous angles of the uh, approach. Alright, thank you. Uh, yeah, so they, uh, everyone there uh, just kind of shuffles back towards what seems to be a rudimentary camping site off in the tree line. Um, the old man seems to be in a bit of a coughing fit as uh, the younger one with a very well-trimmed beard sees to him. Uh, you can see the woman and the uh, darker-skinned man, um, arms linked around each other. The last one, uh, Davian, stays there. Is there anything else I could assist you with? I don't have arms or anything special. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get our family's livelihood back, though. Then wait, and girl, just yeah, gonna head out, because... Yep. Fuck it. People can monster... Hell, one of her companions is in the process of turning into one. <laughs> Has which one of us? <laughs> which one of us is that, though? <laughs> As we step away, I'm going to ask Grimhild one question. Grimhild, are we going to have a problem? In regards to? A number of times, I've noticed your comments on the church. <laughs> the only problem is the continued lack of support given from the church in the area, including the angels that you so desperately cling to. And when they do send someone... They're mad and fill a town with likes and some effort to calm the populace. So I don't know if we personally will have a problem, but if you're asking if I have a problem with the institution that you represent, then the answer is yes, as does most of Stencia. That is fine with me. The church personally, you seem quite competent. The church is not perfect, but I like to believe that it holds to strong ideas. So allow me to act in way of apology. Stencia will shine if, bright with light. If we take down Seven Mauer, consider the apology accepted. He smiles a bit and starts clopping towards the uh, the vineyard house. Uh, also, point of clarification, I have absolutely no problem with your horn. It's sick. No, I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I really want some of this stuff to just be in Grimhill, just like all of a sudden she like drops the radical. The heart. <laughs> yeah, the heart. Great job. Great job. Shades. Great job, everyone. Like... Take away from the tone I was about to end on. A plus. <laughs> That's our job. To a skateboard. Um, but as you trudge through the rain growing. Uh, Muddy sludge, if no one has anything else to say, uh, I'll call an end to the session there as you approach the house proper. Yeah, very nice. You didn't say there'd be yeah. mud. 
is always mud. <laughs> You're in Stencia. Is it not a town? I mean, even if it is a town, there's probably mud. Good session. Yeah. Good yeah. distance. Mm-hmm. Good, uh, good characterization. It was good. Yes. Thank you. I need to spend this fucking inspiration so I can get more. <laughs> uh, any uh, questions, we'll comments, We're concerns? Gonna We're going to die to whatever these bramble bullshit things we're about to run into. Probably mannequins. Oh, God, yeah. How dry is this vineyard? That's my question. It's a dry county. What? <laughs> I, I don't... Well, yeah, why would you bother with grapes then? But, uh... It's just a grape house. but not wine. But Are you asking about the actual, like, dry as in quality of the grapes? Or are you asking dry as in, like, how wet it is? I'm asking if I use my fire spells if we're gonna have a uh, forest fire. Probably not. It's kind of raining. Additionally, uh, you're much more likely to be inside the house, though you could attempt to elicit them out of the house. Okay, so I'll just be in a wooden house then. It's fine. And and then throw stones. Just don't throw a proper fireball and you'll be good. (laughs) It's raining. It's fine. It'll it'll, it'll keep it so it'll be singed. Be careful when I have fire in my hand walking around looking. I mean, right. most people that carry a torch around a house isn't are not just going to set the house on fire. Wood <laughs> doesn't set on fire like instantly most of the time. Whoopsie right. doodles. Good session. Unless you're in California. Oh no. Yes, I like how yes. terrible your character is getting. <laughs> like legitimately, <laughs> the worst. It's great. Thank you. I am so excited. Uh, so yeah, think on if you just want to have melting down electrum, or if you want to have the ore. I had like some ideas, but I can easily repurpose them into something else. Yeah. I just I, the timing is weird. No, I get you. That's completely fair. But we'll figure it out. Just how everyone's individual plots have taken them at the moment. So yeah, we'll figure it out one way or another. I'm gonna try to keep the eye color matching uh, magic colors too. Purple was a stand-in for blue and black. That makes sense. I have white eyes. Why is everything every time I cast an in between, it's gold? <laughs> yeah, let's we'll, we'll see. What's blue plus black? Gold. Red and white. Gold. <laughs> Having troubles here. <laughs> Nothing. Artifact in blue, brown, uh, and or gray. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, thank you. And I'm uh, going to head to bed. Yep. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, you have a good one. Thanks for the session, Max. I think I'm going to yeah. drop out too. Hey, yeah, you have a good hey, one too. Um, you should answer the last question on the 7th C thread. Uh oh. It's not bad. It's just, what I is don't this now? Oh. I just don't have an answer. Chat? I don't remember the answer. So I'm like, James, you answer it. <laughs> James, do your job. Informs. Yeah. Greg asked a question. It's it's the soul gem one. With a soul gem that possesses people, why was Francesca immune to them? Witch powers? Pretty sure you just chose weird. You just decided to be funnier. TM controls everything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just because you decided to be funnier, but I don't know if that's what you want to tell them. When we were walking, picked up the The one that Matt's uh, character got swapped with for like half the session. The one we ended up in the basement of the Sun King's castle. Oh, right. I think he just stared into it and you didn't. No, I did. And you pulled me aside and you're like, yeah, I'm just fucking with them. And then you pulled Matt aside and told him he was possessed. <laughs> what? Wait, you did what? Oh, yeah. I, I, I pulled several people aside when they looked at the thing and uh, told them different things. So sue me. No, I'm just saying you probably want to answer that however you Wait, want to so answer what, that. Wait, so what sort of things did you say when you pulled people aside? I haven't heard this thing. Oh, um, by the way, we're still broadcasting. Oh, are we still? It's oh, on I the guess recording, we'll, I think. we'll cut out this bit then. Um, Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Good night, Thanks internet. for listening once again. Get your head out from behind this curtain. <laughs>